welcome back to ComTrack, where you'll never have to watch a movie alone again. I'm your host, Tim Leifite, and I'm here with an old friend of mine, and I'm here to reap my revenge for Batman v Superman Dawn of Justice. Say hi, everybody. Hi, I'm everybody. <laughs> <laughs> that was a poor introduction on my part. <laughs> um, yeah, say hi, everybody. <laughs> This is uh, now listen, listen. Just like Batman versus Superman, we get better. No, <laughs> I still maintain the fact that that's a bad movie. But we're not here to talk about Batman v Superman, but we are here to fight about Avatar, James Cameron's movie, and his wonderful, wonderful movie from two thousand nine. Remember one- that. I remember, I remember very vividly, actually, sir, because I because we came here last time uh, fighting about Batman v Superman, where I was here to tell you just how wrong that movie was, and you're here, well, it's okay. I'm here yeah. to tell you that Avatar is actually a really great movie. It just kind of gets sideswept and forgotten. Which... I'm I'm gonna jump in real quick and agree with you. It is a good movie for world building, but the extended cut ruins the whole movie (laughs) (laughs) well uh, i just want to know what was your initial going in and why you think it's not as great as uh you know it's i guess it's perceptively held up to be it's actually kind of held in low esteem nowadays but i think it's just because it's been so long since we've been waiting for the sequels but i i I still want to hear why you think it or your impressions and feelings towards it well, I'm glad you asked, Tim. I have a twofold story. The first part of the story is I went to a movie theater when it came out in 2009, and I saw it in I saw it in 3D when that was a really cool thing. Oh yeah! And let me tell you something: I was blown away. 2009 CGI, n- nothing looked as good as this. It was amazing. It blew you out of your seat. It felt like you were part of the movie. Yeah. And then I think I watched it. The extended version in 2011 on a bus trip. Like I, I was on a trip and I was on a bus. And so I put it in and I watched it. And about halfway through, I could not care anymore about this movie. <laughs> I, I think it's a very good cinematic experience. But outside of that, the reason why nobody really um, holds in a high regard anymore is because it's just it's Pocahontas meets Smurfs. It's like, it's, it does nothing. The only thing that does new is the 3d and CGI effects. The story wise, it doesn't do anything else other than repeat what we've already seen. Yeah. I, I'm totally inclined to agree with some of that minus the Papa Smurf bit. We're operating from remote. There's plenty of Papa Smurfs in this. (laughs) We're operating from remote right now, people. So technically I can't actually hit him right now. (laughs) I guess that's a good thing, I guess. Technically. Technically. Yes, technically. But uh, I actually saw this movie literally at the perfect time in my life. I was I saw it on my 17th birthday. Um, it was and we actually wanted to go see it in IMAX 3D because uh, I remember this movie coming out literally just as it came out, like because this movie came out December 17th, 2009. Yeah. Uh, so I heard things about it. I heard rumblings. I saw a couple of TV spots that didn't really say a whole lot. Um, and uh, I s- talked to a few friends of mine, and because I was in high school at the time, who saw it, 
and they're like, oh, it's so good. You got to see it. I'm like, I, yeah, I want to see it. Like, I don't care what this thing's about. All I know is Jim Cameron is back for the first time since he did Titanic in 97. Like, sign me up. I'm a big fan of Jim Cameron movies. So sign me up. I'm in. Uh, and I think it was just because of like the crazy holidays. We didn't get to wind up seeing it. So we wound up waiting for my birthday to see it because it's like uh, early February. Right. And when we went to go see it about 45 minute drive, there's a theater uh, out by me uh, in Aurora, Illinois, that has a true IMAX theater. Like it's not one of the prima donna ones or the ones that they just kind of retrofit sort of. And they, they just slapped an IMAX sticker on it. Exactly. It's not that. It is true IMAX. There is a giant brick attached to the building that is clearly just the one theater. Uh, so I wanted to go see it there. And there's also a, a really great pizza joint right across the street, Chicago-style pizza, my personal favorite. Come at me, John Stewart. <laughs> um, and New we York went, is better. You watch your tongue. We're here to we're here to debate Avatar, not pizza. It's <laughs> for another podcast. Damn it! <laughs> Contract never eat a pizza alone. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, went to go eat, and we went to go see it. And I figured, oh, it's been out for like a month and a half now. It won't be too bad. We'll get just go over there, buy our tickets for IMAX 3D. Right? We get there, the IMAX show sold out, and we're like, what? Are you kidding me? And then we looked around for all the other shows. Those had sold out. We had to wait another 15 minutes for the next opening show. And thankfully, it wasn't 3D. When we got in there, we uh, after the next crowd had shuffled out, we came. We actually went onto a top balcony to go see it because there was actually a fairly large theater. Um, we were in one of the bigger screens for it. Uh, not the IMAX one, obviously, but still. And we go up to the balcony because it's the only place that had seating left. And I look down and there is this massive crowd filled to the teeth. And the ushers actually came in right before the show started. Please make room. This show has sold out. And I just looked at my friends who were kind of with me at the time. I'm like, oh, we are in for a ride, dude. I don't know what this is about, but it's going to be fucking amazing. And so I sat down and the movie started and literally like within 10 minutes, I was transported to a, a wonderful, fantastic place. And when it was over uh, for the longest time, uh, I always wondered what I always or I always wished uh, because I was such a huge Star Wars fan that I really wish that I could just wipe my memory clean of all Star Wars, go back to 1977 and see it for the first time with a crowd with the rest of everybody and get that feeling that they were always describing in documentaries and things like that. But walking out of that theater, I understood what they felt back in 77. And I think that's why, given the technical achievements, despite, again, the story is very simple. I cannot mm -hmm. get around that. Um, but so I don't not, to 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 be a uh, devil's advocate to my uh, own stance. Uh, sometimes the simplest stories are the best. Yes, yes, uh, and because I acknowledge the fact that this movie is the same plot as Dances with Wolves, Last of the Mohicans, Fern Gully, At Atlantis: The Lost Empire, The Last Samurai. Oh, what a great film! 
I know, right? I know, right? But it's the same damn plot. It is the exact same plot. I don't care that it's the same plot. I just care whether or not you tell it in an interesting way. And this movie did that for me. And I think it, it can, will continue again. It's uh, This is actually the first time that I've watched it in... God, it must have been like, it, it must be like five, six years now. I, I, Mine has to be about nine. I don't, I think the extended cut came out in 2011, so it has to be yeah. at least nine. Uh, but yeah, this is going to be the first time revisiting it for a while, but uh, I still think that it deserves a little bit more credit than it might get. Because I understand this movie is fairly overrated. And the fact that uh, it bloated its ticket sales to get become the most highest grossing movie at that time. But the point is, I still wanted more, so much more when that movie was released. Uh, after like a couple in the weeks that followed that initial screening, I felt myself wanting to go back and I actually went to go back and see it two or three more times in the theater. And the fact is like, when I uh, stopped watching, I got this weird withdrawal. <laughs> like I was on this weird high of this world and this, and, and, and to a weird extent, the story and the characters and whatnot. So yeah, I don't know. Like uh, maybe I'm, maybe I am in a minority, maybe I'm not, but regardless, this movie will always uh, have a, a very special place in my heart because of that first screening and what I felt and not, and plus all the, the great innovations that that movie did come out with technically, you know, the 3d. Mm -hmm. and I, I, th I think a lot of people have a lot of, uh, I don't know the word for it, but a lot of people have a lot of uh, regard for this movie based off its technical prowess. Yes. And, uh, yes. It's a uh, world building. Like, it was a world no one's seen and everybody wanted to be part of it. Everybody loved everything about this world. Oh yeah. And they wanted to, they wanted to be on this journey to be part of that world. But yeah. Real quick. Uh, I took some time to gather some of my favorite one star reviews on IMDb. Oh, please. In no specific order. <laughs> so uh, the first one, uh, which uh, if uh, sorting for our helpfulness, one star rating uh, done by Tom Skull says extremely predictable and very unoriginal exclamation point exclamation point. <laughs> Second one is my favorite uh, review and it's actually the most helpful. It was done by Bart Mancuso and it says this movie made me feel blue. And the funny thing <laughs> is on IMDb it has a warning and it says spoilers. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so how much of that do you actually agree? Because I know you're in the semi against this movie. I I'm only against it because I I think like everybody we got swept up on the beautiful visuals and the world building, and when we went there we didn't care about the story. But then afterwards we all realized we got hyped about like probably what is the worst story you could possibly put into this world. <laughs> like there's so many better stories or tales you could probably tell. And instead you're like, Oh no, there's Jake Sully going to the blue world. The, uh, what was it called? Pandora. Yeah. Uh, to get unobtainium, which is like, I think that was like a placeholder and the writers never changed it. <laughs> well, as a or, or so, or so it was just like, man, this is clever. 
so you really don't necessarily agree with a whole lot of the uh, the i mean at least just like fuck this movie fuck it into the into the so, ground of so what's it came i don't think i would ever give this movie a one star i think i'm more on like a five or six star where i'm like uh it's like a three it, it's well it's Oh, overall, I think it's a better cinematic experience within the movie theater. But watching it at home, unless you have a really good movie theater setup at home, or which better, most people don't, or it does not. Yeah, or better hold up well, or better if you have one of those three D TVs. Yeah, which yeah. yeah, good luck buying one of those. <laughs> I know, right? God, especially these days. But uh, as a counterpoint, um, do you know who? Uh, there was a major critic at the time who shared my feelings of, uh, of comparisons to Star Wars when I uh, saw it. And again, did, this was uh, I had those feelings right out of the gate. Didn't read this review and, be, and change my thing or anything. It just happened to be the same thing. And it happened to be in Roger Ebert's review. Uh, who I knew he, it was going to be Ebert. <laughs> he, well, I, I'm a huge fan of Ebert. I've got three of his books in my, my library, and I used to watch him all the time. Uh, in high school and in my college days. Uh, but uh, he wrote, watching Avatar, I felt sort of the same uh, as when I saw Star Wars in 1977. There was another movie I walked into with uncertain expectations. <clears throat> James Cameron's film has been the subject of relentless, dubious advance buzz, just as his Titanic was. Once again, he has silenced the doubters by simply delivering an extraordinary film. Uh and he goes on to say, like Lord, like Star Wars and Lord of the Rings, Avatar employs a new generation of special effects. Cameron said it would, and many doubted him. Yes, Pandora is largely CGI. The Navi are embodied through motion capture techniques convincingly. They look like specific persuasive individuals and yet sidestep the un eerie uncanny valley effect, which I totally noticed the first time around as well. Uh... And Cameron also had the, his artists succeed at the difficulty, difficult challenge of making Natiri a blue-skinned giantess with golden eyes and a long, supple tail. Yet, I'll be damned, sexy. <laughs> Which I'm oh, like, Ebert. I miss Ebert. Never was, change. Never change. Uh, he was such a wonderful guy. If you guys are ever looking for a great Ebert review... Look at his review of Girl Scout cookies. <laughs> I was going to say, uh, um, uh, because of the his movie review North. of it, the, the one line that always stuck out to me was, How could a Girl Scout make this cookie and then read off the ingredients off the box? <laughs> <laughs> no, well, probably my favorite review of his is from North, where he just kept saying, I hated this movie. Hated, 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 hated this movie. Hated it. <laughs> <laughs> another um i'm looking it up right now to see who did it but uh there's a review of the of jaws by i think i want to say it was either clickhole or uh av club or the onion and it talked about how jaws was uh roy schneider's struggle uh it was a metaphor for roy schneider struggling with his uh homosexuality and it was like it was so well done that, like, when you rewatch the movie, you're like, I know this is satire, but he's a little correct. <laughs> okay. 
I'll have to find it. With that note, perhaps we should start the movie because we've got a. It's going to be a long, fun process with this. So, uh, just to reiterate, yes. folks back at home, this is the extended cut. If it's two hours and forty-one minutes, you're watching the wrong version. Uh, this you're, one is. You're watching the better version. <laughs> yes, actually, you kind of are because I really like this version. I've watched all three versions. Because uh, I bought the DVD when it came out way back in, uh, like 2011, 2012. And yeah, I watched all three of them uh, at some point or another. But this version is actually probably my favorite out of all three. And for those who don't have the extended version, it's on sale right now on Amazon.com for 17 something nine. <laughs> Man, why you got it? Why you got to endorse Bezos? He's got enough money. <laughs> all right, it's on. It's on your local pirate bay for free. <laughs> That's better. Is that better? Is Stick that better? it to the man. <laughs> Stick it to the man. Okay, so we so if you guys got a Blu-ray, a streaming, whatever queued up, we're going to get ready to watch the movie. So uh, if you guys are ready, um, we're going to start the movie in three, two, one. Click. And there's the 20th Century Fox logo. Now, di- now R.I.P. Star Wars. I know, right? Now, now a part of the mouse. <laughs> I own you. I own you, bastards. <laughs> I flip you, know you off, what, but I don't have the middle this finger. This is a great time to talk about how the mouse has done great things for uh, Animal Kingdom with this movie, though. That is the true. Best thing from this okay, movie is so that part of the park. You've been to uh, 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 Pandora. In... It's just Pandora, yeah. Yes. So you've been there. Why don't you tell us about that a little bit while the movie's open? So, so the world of Pandora built in our world looks spectacular it's like going to the movie and then oh look at this classic narration exposition right off the bat yeah thanks james cameron (laughs) anyway um so it's just like the movie the rides are spectacular like if you have a park to go to and you love star wars or you like animals like just go it's go to both and skip the other two but this is the best i need to. also i just want to jump in right here um i remember this being like an added version in the extended cut yeah yeah they had this this, a little bit. this actually i think added something that was needed in the original movie i i totally totally agree this is another reason why i like the extended versions a little bit more because you get to see earth and where it's become and um oh god mm-hmm. you know what i just realized with all the masks that they were wearing cyberpunk 2077 son uh right is that yeah, what you're doing with that i guess but fuck are we really on our way to this i mean uh, although i do like the production design of this particular room if it's here. september and there's no uh vaccination for corona right now yeah i'm sorry july the 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 tragedy of july was that cake phase yeah <laughs> Um, but yeah, I do lo- love his little uh, apartment there because if you have you ever seen uh, 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 like uh, Can I just say soul patches were so twenty nine two thousand nine. Well, I, I was just thinking of like those. Really, have you ever seen those uh, compact compartments in like a uh, 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 Korean or uh, yeah, like uh, uh, capsule hotels? Yeah, those really really tiny apartments, and I'm like, oh my god, is that where we're headed? fuck because well you and i will be long dead before this <laughs> well this is only 20 well that's yeah that's right it's twenty one fifty four. so we'll yeah we'll probably be dead by then um although i'm just yeah. kind of amazed that this this whole society has kept going 
because uh, apparently I'm in this surprised universe... they have like a cyberpunk vibe, and he's got like you know he's got bum legs. Yep. But they haven't had they they don't have the technology to fix that. No, or they, they do, ju- and he's just like super poor. Well, yeah, well, I mean that's just you know that's just good commentary. Ow. I see. I see. American healthcare is still the same at twenty one fifty one. I, if not worse, <laughs> if it could possibly get yeah. worse. But uh, is he wearing a Harley Davidson shirt? Yes. That's the other thing in this universe. There's some sweet product placement right there. (laughs) Well, apparently not only do uh, carbon emission vehicles still exist, and we still, like, you know, the the, the companies haven't gotten the the heart to be like, hey, we need to stop ruining our planet, so we're just going to... It's that whole Great Simpsons gag where it's like, fossil fuels, use us and nobody gets hurt. (laughs) Yeah. Um, I thought this one guy standing over him was Edward Norton for a second. It was not, but you're high. Shut up. But uh, the the other thing that I really love about drunk. The the other thing that I really love about this uh, uh, this Earth is apparently forests don't exist anymore. Um, Like I think in original scripts, uh, the original like the Jake Sully character uh, actually got a weird sort of shock when he saw Pandora because uh, all Earth was gone, and he even says something to that when he's talking to the aoa tree earlier he's like there's no mm-hmm. green on earth anymore they killed their mother look into their into uh, grace's memories and see what they've done so i kind of wish that they touched a little bit more on the the fact that there is no more green on earth like no more national parks no more uh, uh rainforest no nothing it's just all parking lots yeah. and urbanization That'd be interesting to look at and would create a more, a better contrast, I think, with Pandora. Because I feel like if this whole bit from Earth, which was, I think it was reduced to like five minutes in the theatrical cut. And it's like, what, maybe seven, ten minutes uh, in this in this version. I feel like if this was like the first half hour, 45 minutes, this probably could have been a lot better movie because then we would have that contrast. And that yeah. even better you appreciation. Would see why why mm. him like connecting with the uh, forest and why with the uh, creatures is like a bigger impact than yep the other people. Actually, if I remember correctly, I believe this was the first shot of the uh, the theatrical cut. Yeah, it was. It was because I I always remember he like woke up and he's like in a cryoprod. Okay, like, that sleep. where where it uh, focuses on the little sweat droplet. Seeing that in 3D for the first time blew yeah. my fucking mind. Because I think which, the... which makes you think in like Avatar two, three, four, five, the movie, um, how they're gonna oh. obviously not many people are gonna want to do 3D anymore. There's not many movie theaters that actually do 3D. Well, yeah. And if it, it, in in a hot take, if this virus keeps on going, many movie theaters are definitely gonna go bankrupt, and this is probably gonna come out at home for people so how they're gonna work with that is gonna be a oh thing. god can you imagine all the money that they're putting into like new and advanced 3d tech and they're like nope sorry pandemic you gotta watch it from home where no one can afford 3d tech like, watch it on your 32 inch screen tv at 720p yeah uh, 
the way it was meant to be. Instead of, you know, true like 5K IMAX or whatever. Can can I can I just do jump in real quick too? Uh, I always hate when they make spaceships like this where it's like a long beam connecting two big things. I'm like that just seems like a bad engineering thing. Not rip in, I don't know. No, and see look, and because it's space Is this Neptune? Is this supposed to be Neptune or Uranus? No. Uh it's a another planet way off in the distance because Pandora is it, actually it's supposed to look like. Yeah, it's it's supposed to be uh it's called Alpha Centauri system. Uh, uh yeah, the the next closest star in her. Yeah. Uh I, I think it's called uh I'm looking it up right. Polyphemus. I think that's how you pronounce it. Uh, but that's the planet system. Pandora is just a moon. Uh, it just happens yeah, that, to be that's one. That's what it looked like. It just happens like to be Europa one. or Titan. Exactly. It's, it's, it just happens to be able to sustain life. Uh, uh, so I always thought that these uh, like space shuttle esque ships were cool. Yeah, I <laughs> they do. Remind me a lot of uh, Armageddon. I do love the production design of this movie, both in the military aspect and in the uh, excuse me, the planetary aspect. Um, and I also love the fact that uh, they actually make the uh, the atmosphere kind of toxic, uh, mm-hmm. so humans can't actually be around there. Like it's mostly carbon dioxide. That's cool. Um, but also, if you want, like back to back it up a little bit, when you see the the video screens of uh, the, uh, the the heads up display with the pilots, yeah, I don't. I think the only, the closest other time that I've seen something like that was with Iron Man. And his holograms, but the fact that it became like a desktop became it was like a whole new thing that I'd never really considered before, and that was really cool. The question is, did Iron Man start the trend, or did Avatar cement the trend? I think Avatar is the one that cemented it, just because we only yeah. briefly saw uh, that with you know him designing stuff in, in terms of the Iron Man suit. This is when yeah. it became a desktop thing, because then we had flash forward to iron man 2 and then he's got those uh that that's a really cool effect with the gas um but you flash forward to iron man 2 which is in 2020 2010 the year after this uh he's got those holographic screens that you see in this movie which i thought was ridiculously amazing um and the 3d just really helps with it i really wish i was watching this movie in 3d again because uh i still remember that they're like, because I, I think the last movie I saw prior to this in 3D was uh, Monsters vs. Aliens. And they only had one gimmicky 3D effect where the th- where like a thing was coming out at you. And the rest, it just felt like completely unnecessary. Yeah, a lot. Well, I think I saw I think I saw Batman vs. Superman in 3D, ah. to be honest. And I don't think it, well, it like, added in. It wasn't meant for it. It was just part of oh, it. Oh, no, no, no. I mean, like, before this movie came out. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Well, that was the last one I saw. I always like how, like... Uh, uh, what's the actor's name? Sam... Sam Worthington? Yeah. He, he's... The way he acts, because he's not actually, you know, crippled in real life, but, he, yeah. you know, the way he acts as a cripple in the movie, yes. like, it's just stupendous. He he does a really good job doing it and pulling off and making it believable that... I believe he know. actually trained with a bunch of paraplegics uh, by playing basketball with them uh, on a daily routine uh, in wheelchairs, which I thought was kind of cool, a little cool training exercise. And now we got Stephen Lang coming in as the big old 
military complex character. I actually do love his character. Oh, he says we're not in Kansas anymore, and they're like, we're all from Coruscant. <laughs> <laughs> what do you, what it was a Kansas? This yeah, what? It, come on, this is. I thought we're we were in a galaxy from, far, far away. Yeah. Oh man, I thought I was going to Jakku. <laughs> Nobody wants to go to Jakku. Exactly. Why does everybody want to keep going back to Jakku? <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know. And we're all saying they were like, yeah, we're wondering the same thing, buddy. Pretty much. Pretty much. Uh, but yeah, no, like the 3D in this movie kind of blew me away because it wasn't about shit that was coming at you. It was about how you looked into it. You know, it was all about depth perception yeah. and how it like look like instead of just like a flat screen with you know pictures on it it looked like a screen that you could actually jump into like a stage um and the fact you, that you were part of the the world that they built yeah uh and just from a sheer visual perspective like because i know the technical aspect where they had uh so, like different points of focal uh centers in the camera systems to create different uh uh depth perception so if something's far away then it's split, split further apart uh and if it's closer it's a little bit closer together uh so that when you line it all up with your two eyes shit looks even farther and you can play around with that it's like a it's like a whole third lens you know um because you know yeah. you've you, you've done photography like you know different yep. lenses they compress or expand space but mm -hmm. with 3d tech it's about uh creating those different depths in space uh with how you split the the two images apart it's fascinating i i actually had a friend of mine who got caught up in so the, the, so real quick yeah uh, on one of the rides uh in pandora you actually they have one of these tanks oh and that's cool i really can't tell if the like they had a uh what do you call navi yeah is that what they are the navi uh, yeah in, inside the tank but I could never tell if it was like a screen or an actual thing. It looked exactly like it does in the movie. Oh, that's so cool. And I, I really, I really couldn't tell. That, that, that's why, like, I keep on saying, like, this movie. I don't like it because of the story, but the world and the like visuals it sets up are amazing. Yeah. But it's let down by the story. Like that's why I think, like, I think I like Batman versus Superman because of the visuals and like the the like world that it's kind of in and i like felt part of it but the story's not that great but it's okay it's okay we, we venture on <laughs> and Zack snyder's cut we trust no <laughs> yes. I, this, don't make this about the other movie okay so I, we, so here we are date the date on that his timestamp is 5 10 his face looks super funny doesn't his face look super funny I think it's because it looks he like I think it it's, looks I think it's because he got a haircut and he removed the soul patch. <laughs> I think it's just a I well oh yeah it might be the soul patch lost <laughs> no, he lost the soul. Um I think it's I I think it's because the camera's shooting through the blue screen. A little bit, a little bit. But yeah, dude, look at those desktops. Like um like I know that they're just really pieces of glass and or like plastic or whatnot on a set and they just added it on. But the fact is that we're not that far away from these types of screens and these interactions. I mean, this was kind of... I will of, be the first to say I do not want that kind of screen. I don't know, dude. Like, I've uh, actually talked Sigourney. to... Sigourney! Yeah! 
they have Sigourney Weaver voice the uh, one of the rides. It's definitely not Sigourney Weaver. <laughs> but, or I mean, maybe it is, but it does sound actually. Like I it. would not be surprised because uh, um, I believe it was in actually uh, no, yeah, it was in Wally, the Pixar movie. Uh, she voices the, uh, the 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 ship's central computer. Uh, so yeah. I would not be surprised if the mouse is like, "Oh, you want to come over and make a few bucks? <laughs> I got some cheese for you." <laughs> oh, and that's the other thing I really kind of liked about this movie. They invented a whole new language for this movie, so you can actually learn the language of Navi in the same way you can learn Elvish or Klingon or Romulan or whatever. Like that's actually kind of cool, uh, and. It really goes to show, like you said, there's a lot of really great world building in this movie. I just, just let down by one of the world's most forgettable story. I won't. I won't call it a forgettable story. It's and the, just and the villain isn't really that great either, to be honest. He's a boring archetype that's played well. Yeah, that's... I mean, he he he's all he, all he does is play like I'm a capitalist and I'm here to take all your shit. I don't care. <laughs> Well, to be That's fair, to be fair, though, that is still like the number one threat these days. Uh, like, look at these uh, yeah. screens. Those screens, when I saw that in 3D, I'm like, dude. And the fact that they're fully interactive, like a touchscreen, like, holy crap. Because I've never seen anything like that. This, this asshole is... just putting in the uh, thing. When you, anytime you see a fucking golf, pulls like out a, a putting green and doesn't even, he brings a mug, but he doesn't even have like a built-in hole. Like, come on, man, you got all the money. You can't put a hole in that putting green. I, Sorry. It's a no, segue, no, but. no, you're totally right. Cause anytime you bring in like a, a golf mat in inside of like a, a corporate kind of or military like presence. All right. They put like, the mug there just so she could do that. I forgot about that. It's more like Sigourney Weaver being like, Look, Frankie Jr., fuck you. <laughs> Frankie Jr. <laughs> yeah, Phoebe's Phoebe's brother. <laughs> he is Phoebe's or brother. Or half-brother. He is Phoebe's brother, isn't he? <laughs> That's why I could never take him seriously as a bad guy. I mean, I guess, uh, what's his name? Uh, Stephen Lang. Colonel Miles. Yeah. Yeah, Stephen Lang's character uh, is really the bad guy, and he's just kind of like the, the semi-bad guy. Yeah. But... Well, he, Stephen Lang gets a lot more because, like, he actually gets to fight Jake Sully in the third act. Spoilers, I guess. You've, pro- yeah. you've probably already seen this movie, uh, for those of you listening. Um, you've had okay. 10, 11 years to see it. This. This is some horse shit. Oh, yeah. Albatadio. <laughs> That's some horse shit. Like, what? No. No. James Cameron's like, I want it to be called Unobtainium. And all of his writer staff is like, are you sure? He's like, we're fucking doing it. <laughs> dude come on did you see the core like come on like they have they came up they came up with all these great names the navi what are what are those called the avatars they've got all i forget what the birds are called the like pterodactyl leonatrix they've got the score yeah they have all these really cool you're right they have all these cool they're like they're they're like unobtainium we ran out budget for creativity Uh, for the fucking reason we're here like that's actually one thing that I just really can't. I'll defend a lot about this movie, but that's the one thing I really can't defend. That's really cool. Okay. I wonder what material they actually use for the, those beds. Memory foam. Before it was be, <laughs> became like a really legit thing, because we we still have to remember that this movie came, was like 
um, I think it was start be started being made in 2005 and wound up being yeah. released in 2009. So nine, this was like, so this, all this technology and all this, what you're seeing on display is circa 2008, 2007. So it's really cool to see all this, like in this, the way that it, you change perspectives on the screen and it also shifts as well with your perspective. And it looks like, like it's got depth. Yeah, put your fucking head down. Yeah. Dad. Sigour- just listen to Sigourney Weaver and anything she's in. Listen to her. <laughs> Sigourney Weaver's fucking great, man. I, I, I love her name. This blew my mind where you can just take a, a, an image. And again, it works even better in 3D because of the way that it plays with depth perception. But this. Now, I don't this. like in this how he doesn't say link start. No, no, I like that. That he can just like, you know, swipe and it goes to his little tablet. Like, I've never seen that before. Now it's kind of standard, but this is, I've never seen that when I was uh, watching this for the first time in 09. So it's it's really cool. And I, I it, might have, it may have been an extended cut version. Who knows? No, 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 no. I remember very distinctly that this was in the theatrical cut. And you see him make that swipe uh, to the computer because I, I blew my mind. And then we got a bit of a 2001 thing. Cue the Dr. Hugh music. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. Where's, where's my knives on piano strings? <laughs> or, or what was it called? The uh, the sword art online bit. Link, start. <laughs> or just how about even better? AOL startup. Surely, someone, surely someone's made that. And it's somewhere out there. If someone hasn't, do it. Please. That'd be so funny. <laughs> but... Uh, Oh, I do really love this going through motor controls and all that. And one of the things that I really loved about this scene was just uh, uh, Sam Worthington's performance and how he totally sells the joy of having. Well, you know, his... the first thing he does is move his feet and yeah. his legs. But I... And then he's like, oh my God, I can do it. I think it's that. Br- okay, this is where the good writing comes in, where you like, dude, you've created this perfect sense of empathy for- towards this character that. When he looks into the, the glass wall in a moment and he's like, this is great. You totally feel that. That's because I still remember, you know, again, the technology's there to bring you him, into Him the, wagging the his tail is like me trying to keep my dog from stop wagging, stop <laughs> knocking shit off the table. You got a, go, you got a golden retriever, don't you? Big old, uh, big old fluff and, nugget. And, and a little Aussie. <laughs> she got no tail, though. She's not a problem. <laughs> Oh man, this yeah, this this shot right here where he's just like, like like I said, the world building and the small details are awesome. Those are clearly David Cameron. The overarching story was just the reason for all of this to happen, for him to do all this. I still really love the 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 the, the performance in this movie. Like again, they're written thinly, but they're performed so brilliantly. Because that I also like how they have basketball. Yeah, and it's like ridiculously tall for the the navi bodies yeah they're 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 like all right we gotta make this regulation (laughs) but yeah this and also another great thing that i for i really forgot how great it was and here it's really elevated because he's running for the first time it's the music i really love the music i love the score like this where it's just yes and it elevates you and you act because again it's building the empathy using the technology to put you in the world and then the music is there to really sell the emotion and again doing some more 3d shit where the dirt is coming right at you um and just 
giving you all these wonderful senses of awe. I actually remember when he's breathing in hard like this, I actually could feel my own lungs burning and I could feel, I could feel the dirt in between my toes there. That's the great part. This movie was made for 3d, not for at home. That's why the extended version going to home is not great. Yeah. To a certain extent, it's, it's kind of like watching the movie gravity by Alfonso Cuaron on your iPhone. It just doesn't have that same impact. Alfonso Cuaron. Yeah. <clears throat> I also like how they have like they have a little hut for them to just like kind of exist in. Yeah, this is where they park like their cars. They, like they, they, yeah. They, well, like oh, look at that. He's looking at his like little weird tail hair thing. I like how he's like that's creepy. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. But yeah, this is basically just a parking lot for your avatar. <laughs> yeah, they're like, oh, I'm gonna go to bed, and they're like, yoink. Take you out of it. Gosh. Okay, so for the human mind, is that actually like a strain? Because you know the old saying, like if... it's gotta, it's gotta be really strenuous to go and do all that because you're probably still controlling it with your brain. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's the thing because you know, like you read about these things, like uh, a person who hasn't slept for a hundred hours can be declared legally insane. So if yeah. these people, like you know sleep their have their human body sleep in there and they go for 12 hours in their avatar body and then they go 12 hours in their uh uh human body and then just keep going and boom boom boom. doesn't that like fuck them up in the head or something maybe i don't know i mean i I mean you don't really ever see any of the characters fully sleep well unless they're in their avatar body you do on a couple of times um but uh oh. i mean their body's well rested but i mean it's really up to the brain yeah to that's be, like you like you can lay down the whole day but like if you don't sleep and you don't rest your brain then you're still exhausted yep yep so, so I, I mean I also noticed... she's the best character she's my first favorite like oh yeah michelle rodriguez favorite, uh. yeah oh she she does she does you know like for our up-and-coming you know young man she does like strong female characters rights in a very 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 strong sense well james cameron for the most part has always been really good about strong female characters i mean because of him we got fucking ellen ripley and turned her into the badass that she she always was meant to be and we also got sarah connor um yeah but uh yeah it's i kind of wish we saw a little bit more of michelle rodriguez in this movie because uh, I, I hope she gets a bigger part in the next uh well spoiler alert she dies in this one if you remember she goes down and she she goes down in a helicopter i don't remember her dying at all i i'm a a... i do because i remember she's like sorry jake my helicopter's going down and then it fucking blows up it goes up in a pile of smoke which i'm like no she's not credited in avatar two three four that fucking sucks if you're gonna have to watch her we're gonna just gonna have to wait for another fast and furious movie oh yeah or uh those are yeah uh either that or we can wait for machete kills for for another side note they actually have a fully functional one of these at disney no a fully functional how all right I, i don't know how fully functional but like it does move I think it's more like uh, it, the person doesn't move it. Like so, an actor stands inside of it and then they have like a remote control. It doesn't move far. It doesn't walk around. It stands in the same part, but like the feet do move. Oh, that's cool. 
That's really cool. At least cool. I think the feet move. Maybe it's the upper body, but still, it's like that moves. would make. See, that would make sense if it's just the upper body, because you know, then you can just bolt it to the floor and run wires up the legs and whatnot. Yeah. And, uh, the hydraulics for the rest of that could be really easy to do, and just like do a couple animations, just and just have the actors mimic the uh, the mechanics rather than the, the the machine mimic the actor. So yeah, that that's probably what it. At least that's my guess is how it would work uh if at least for a a, a theme park but yeah. i do really like the these these cool things they they were a lot of fun they're like they're like mini oh, jaegers oh. little mini jaegers aren't they like it's got the same like hand out hand glove 2009 apparatus. was doing attack on titan well before <laughs> <laughs> no seriously like i'm looking at this like oh shit this is the prototype for the jaeger project in pacific rim this is awesome. True, true. Uh, Twenty one fifty one, and when was when was uh, Pacific Rim? Oh, I think it was around the same time. Probably parallel universe. I don't care. They're all, Who cares? Yeah. Now we're going in for instead of inserting ride. ourselves into blue people in many different ways, we were inserting ourselves into big ass robots. <laughs> we sci fi nerds get into a whole bunch of weird shit, don't we? <laughs> okay. Let me tell you something. Someone told me they were going to put me in a. A oh. brand, not a brown, uh, gray ass coffin and shove me into a spinny tube. I don't know about that, my man. Oh, this mo- this little sequence is just fucking cool. Like, okay, so I've had a long. T- oh man, those big ass trees. Uh, I I always kind of had like this weird fantasy of going into a Boeing, uh, helicopter from uh the Vietnam era, and just having the yeah. doors wide open. And just kind of looking out, um, maybe with a machine what, gun, or what maybe songs not. playing in the background. Oh, probably, probably some CCR. Yeah, it's got it's got to be. It's always CCR. It's like a non-negotiable. Burning, <laughs> <laughs> hey, It's got a barrel. <laughs> some folks aboard major wave the flag. Someone needs to redo this whole movie just with like music like that. Complete re-edit. Oh. Make it fun. Well, pro- at least for the helicopter sequences. At very least. But I do love the design of the helicopters, actually. Well well when he's when he's first running across the field, yeah. play can't stop me now. <laughs> Don't Can't um, stop me now. Cause I'm Cause having, having a good time. Having a good time. But yeah, no, I really... Oh, you forgot your pack, you dumb fuck. <laughs> Not cool. Also, uh, why does she get shorts and a crop top? Everybody else gets pants and a vest. Well, we're here to show off uh, G- Gap's khaki displays. <laughs> more product placement are they is it really gaps of this because they already did harley davidson i won't i will not like i won't be surprised if it is gap <laughs> i know right <laughs> how gee cameron how did you pay for all this movie oh that's how <laughs> sponsorship <laughs> it's like anytime you see uh a transformers movie oh look look at that advertisement <laughs> yikes oh that's such a good when he moves the rifle across like i I, I do I do want to say because I'm listening to my headphones. Yeah. And the the switch that these animals are making as they go from left to right on the screen, I'm hearing it from left to right on my headphones. Uh, That's just really great sound stage. Yeah. 
No, I mean, they they went all out with just every technical aspect. Okay, now this is one of the deleted scenes where they go to... Uh, I actually really like this scene a lot, where they go to a uh, uh, an abandoned schoolhouse that they established to teach the Navi uh, children. English. Yep. Oh, and what I really love here, if you look... It, it was hard to see, but I believe... One of those books. I see British colonialism is still strong in 2051. Yeah, a little bit, isn't it? We're going to teach them English. Uh, but I do, actually, if I was looking correctly. Oh, yep, there it is. The Lorax. Oh, yeah, that's <laughs> that's, that's, a, a, that's a funny, little, funny detail. Yeah. But, uh, I don't, I, yeah, that's a little bit of... Cl- a little bit of colonialism, but I do like the fact that it's uh, showing more about showing uh, uh, Grace and her character's connection to teaching the people. Yeah. Like, she's really, really trying to be good in this world that's, as you can see, is clearly not doing very well. But, uh, uh, what was I going to say? But yeah, it's... I feel like, I feel like that's a, that's a, dumb question to ask you he sees a bunch of bullet holes what happened here obviously some bad shit we don't need to ask about it mm-hmm. some some things were shot some people were shot like obviously it's abandoned now for a good reason well, <laughs> you can extrapolate like all the well it does come back a little bit a little bit later details oh this is so cool huh <laughs> when you look at it actually sure. it looks like neurons firing in a brain well, I, I thought, don't they have that technology to, like, track your blood veins? And, like, they, they do, like, they insert it and they inject uh, something in your blood veins so you can, they can scan it and use the UV light. Mm-hmm. It's kind of similar. Yep, pretty pretty close. You know what's the other thing I really actually dig about Jake Sully's character? He's curious. He's no, he's curious. He's just, like, sure. a, he's a really curious guy. Like, I'm not really afraid here. I'm just beyond fascinated in ways that i can't really articulate and well i think he's he's a foil for all of us you know like yeah we we would be doing the exact same thing we're all asking the same questions he is like he goes over here and i think doesn't he like he he touched these things and they like shrink up and he's like wait for it he's like wait for it yeah there it is yep. <laughs> you're like i want to touch it and he goes away and he's like that's so cool and we're thinking the same and thing then, and like we would be like, I want to touch it again, and I think he does it. Yep, yeah, there it goes. <laughs> and he's exactly just, and he's having fun with it. Whoop! Let's do it more, 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 more. Oh, oh, oh! And all these things go away, and it's motherfucker. It's the it's the hammer Rysonerus. <laughs> oh yeah, that's another really cool design thing that I thought that they had. Um, all of the uh, the animals that are usually like quadrupedal in our universe. They're all, yeah. uh, they, they've all got six legs. So like the, the, uh, the horses, the, the rhinoceros thing, like they, you can see yeah. right here, they oh, all yeah, have, I see that, yeah. they all have three legs and not, uh, and not, uh, four, which is, I thought was really cool. But what do I do? Dance with it? <laughs> yes, you do. Oh shit. Oh shit. This I thought was really great. Just. Charges right into it. Yeah, what you gonna do? <laughs> he saw all of us. I can't believe that worked. <laughs> I know, right? 
Who's bad? Oh, oh bad. fuck. Oh wait, it's the it's the it's like a salamander Pan- lizard oh, that's, leopard thing. It's closer to like a a, a black panther. Only yeah, bigger, but it's still got that like scaly, like slimy body. Well, you know what's because you know what influenced a lot of the design on this movie, right? After Titanic, the only time that Ze- uh, uh, James Cameron was doing any director work, he was doing uh, a lots of uh, underwater uh, documentaries, particularly with Titanic, because you know Titanic yeah. it, when he was before he was doing Titanic, he was getting really into deep sea dives and whatnot. Uh, and at, even after he was continuing that that love, uh, and he was looking, he did this one documentary called uh, "Aliens of the Deep Abyss" or something like that. I forget the actual name. You can correct me in the comments if I'm uh, what it really is. But um, he saw a lot of these crazy underwater designs, and he so a lot of the designs in this movie are based off of deep sea fish and fauna. Which I think, huh. yeah, it totally gives it that otherworldly, beautiful look to it. Um, well, it makes sense too in like a rainforest. While like, I mean, everything's wet. Yes. everything's slimy. Everything's like, why would you have fur? <laughs> oh, it's so cool. The POV shot where you get to see him shooting, like he is a shit shot. <laughs> yeah. Oh, look at that! You got your little little boom boom stick. <laughs> your little noisemaker stick. Yeah. It's like, oh, that's a cute maraca. <laughs> Jesus. I think it's fucking scary. I believe if I remember reading up in the... Uh, uh, there was a companion book that they put out a while ago uh, where they had a list of all the, uh, the the names of the beasts and whatnot. This is the only one that the Navi are like, yeah, no, like, we're in tune with all the others. Like, we'll either hunt them for food respectfully or we'll ride them and tame them, or we'll keep them as pets, or we'll just straight up leave them alone. This is the one where they're like, no, this thing's actually actually fucking scary, run. <laughs> they're like, yeah, I mean, we fuck with most things, but we don't fuck with that. No. <laughs> we don't do it. No, that. no. Now, this is a, the shot that really kind of sold me on the CG. The water. Like, yeah. the texture is just amazing. And... Like isn't it like ninety percent of this movie CG? Yeah. Oh yeah. Totally. Like, like it's a it's a good portion. It, it's I think it's like somewhere between like sixty or seventy percent is CG. But look at the texture on that man. The lighting. It's because it, that was the other thing that really threw me is that there's no uncanny valley effect at all. Yeah. Um. Because I think uh, the only other times before this that that happened was with uh, Davy Jones and Pirates of the Caribbean and Gollum on Lord of the Rings. Oh, and then we got our true, very true. first appearance of our really hot protagonist, Neytiri. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> hey, man, like, Roger Ebert was right. They'll be like, they, they, they not only did they manage to make him photorealistic, make him move in a really interesting way, and have them you totally connect to their emotions that they're articulating. But goddamn, they made him hot. <laughs> and then a sign. It's a sign. Hold your bow. It's like, 
don't don't shoot this guy is important plot wise he's kind of yeah, this is his plot he's got uh, a plot armor in the version of a jellyfish you you will you will lay with him so don't, don't shoot. <laughs> you'll miss your chance don't, don't don't do it don't do that <laughs> oh man I still love the design of the I love, hel- helicopter. I love these helicopters. Yeah, uh, I actually, because I know, like... Are they helicopters or are they uh, bicopters? I have no idea. I, I think they're just helicopters. But uh, um, I, I do know that they're designated as, like, scorpions and whatnot. But yeah. I always wish they, they just kind of called them what I saw them initially as, dragonflies. They look like... Oh, yeah, They yeah. totally look like a dragonfly. And That's cool. They pre- do, what, what, do you you have the guide? Yeah. What uh? What, what, what they they have to have a name for them. Uh, well the the helicopters are, or at least the military ones, are called uh, scorpion gunships. The one that we saw, uh, the one that's not as good of a name. Well, the uh, the the one that we saw passing by, the one that don't, doesn't really necessarily have a whole lot of weapons, is just called a a, a Samson, a, a Samson. Real easy. A Samson. I, yeah, no, I, that's. Although, it's a Samsung or, uh, Galaxy <laughs> S <laughs> twenty one fifty one. Well, the the really the really big one that's later in the movie, like the big gunship helicopter, uh, that one's called the Dragon Gunship. So I kind of slightly cooler, I guess. Trial of the Dragon. Fucking Viper Wolves, man. I also love the uh, the use of the hyena sounds that you they know use. What, you know what these guys remind me of? What's up? In Jurassic Park Two, those little the little dinosaurs at the very beginning, that there it, it alludes that they killed that little girl. Oh my god! But you're like right. I think I think they say in a bit of the movie it says like she was injured or something. They remind me of those little little uh, little dinosaurs. Oh my god! No, you're totally right because I actually was uh, checking things out. They actually used some dinosaur noises from the Jurassic Park movies to create the the creature sound effects. Like they did it sparingly and they mixed it in with other shit, but that might be what you're hearing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's just the, it's just, or either that or it's because like, they sound like hyenas and oh, that guy's an ugly, like you do not want to bring you that are, home and be like, mom, can we keep it? You are one <laughs> ugly motherfucker. <laughs> oh man. Can we bring predator into this universe? It would work. Dude, can we just have... 20th Century Fox owns them. Dude, uh, what you, throw... What are you going to do with that little knife? Dude, throw Predator against the Navi. Oh my god, that would be kind of fucking cool, I'm not going to lie. Just have a tribe of Navi warriors uh, while on a hunt. They're being hunted by a, a Predator. Oh, that sounds I, cool. I think the coolest part about the Navi is the fact that there are, in fact... All right, you're right. Ebert's right. <laughs> what? Uh, my favorite thing about the Davi is that uh, there's like different tribes and they all have their own different cultures and stuff. Yep. Like we only know one tribe and at the end we see like multiple, but. I wish we got to know more, but hopefully that's going to be uh, explored hey, in a They sequel. got four other films to do it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. It's actually kind of funny thinking about what Zoe Saldano's face was doing in the mocap. Exactly that. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. That. Oh, now, okay. Now, this is actually a really cool part of the movie where they uh, take away the torch, and then all of a sudden, 
the bioluminescence it it starts glowing she's like what the fuck are you doing this guy must be new he's fresh out of the tutorial you you're like a baby always always making noise Ooh. I actually really love the uh, uh, the the respect that they have because again I know it's a lot of Neolithic Native American kind of culture riffs, but there's still something to be said about it because it is a culture that has more or less been completely wiped out. Well, it's a, it's it's a culture that respects the land that they were given and treated as you know they they don't have gods that well they do have a god but like. Their re- what they their really... god is their place that they live. Exactly. It's, not, it's mother. It's mother. Uh, Pandora. That's another thing they should have named it something different than Pandora. Oh, where are we going? Pandora. Are we going to open a box? Probably. <laughs> is it called Unobtainium? Jesus, Cameron, you need a <laughs> you need a better script here. Can't we have like just, a better just, baseline story? Just like name it something else and don't be clever. There's a time and place for subtlety. And that time was before Scary Movie. <laughs> oh, man. The the bioluminescence. Is... They do bioluminescence in a ride at Disney. Oh, I, be- I believe it. Um, now, I got to ask, because you we've already kind of seen where whenever they step, the, the ground lights up. No. Does that? Oh, because they, they couldn't. They couldn't. I don't think they could have pulled that off. Yeah, I can kind of see but, that. I mean, I mean, I mean, maybe, maybe they did. Like, I went, I was there around like two to four o'clock, and so it was like you know, broad daylight during the day. Uh, so like, may, maybe they have something like that, or they do something cool like that at night. But overall, the you know, if they do, like that'd be the that. that'd be the coolest thing. God, can you imagine get to, like drop acid in a place like this? That would be amazing. <laughs> the colors, man. <laughs> hey, we, there's probably some fan fiction out there where, like, some one of the scientists did it. It's just like, what? <laughs> I've, this is crazy, man. I've seen some things. They're they're like they're like I lost my my flashlight, and oh my god, everything started glowing. They're like, did you take streams again? He's like, yeah, but like everything was glowing. Everybody yes, was like, but that's, I don't believe you. It's like yes, but that's besides the point. <laughs> They're like, ah, Dave is fucking high again. <laughs> <laughs> Lying about this bullshit. And then you go in there like, oh shit, he wasn't kidding. <laughs> They're like, all right, we'll turn off the flashlight for shits and giggles. And then oh, this, fuck. and then this happens. He's like, whoa. Where's Can the- we talk about how he keeps on picking up his like stupid little stick? He's like, yes. I, I have something. It's like, she has a bow and arrow. And she defeated all those little dog things. Whoa. You having a stick is not a keep you. <laughs> yeah, especially from this height. Like, I, I actually love that shot where he's just like, whoa. <laughs> he actually has to take a stop. I, I love these, like, jellyfish, like, lily pad things yep. floating in oh, the Oh, no, stick! R.I.P. <laughs> Rips, rip the stick. Oh, well. We hardly knew you for less than ten minutes. <laughs> Would he, at least it was a convincing actor, just like the rest of the CG. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that was a working stick. Okay. <laughs> working stick? I thought you said working stiff. <laughs> oh, no, that's just what we're doing after work. <laughs> oh, man, dude. 
seeing this little, in 3D when it see, comes out. So yeah, you can really like you were saying with the like underwater vibe with like deep sea creatures, like those are straight oh. out of. Oh yeah, and I also love how he's I like, kinda, "Fuck off, no, fuck she's off." Like, she, she's like, "What the fuck, are you dude? Doing? For real? Like, not cool." And they all. I, I like how she keeps on. She keeps being like don't do that and he, he's swatting her. she's like don't do that and he's like she's getting angry at me for some reason maybe i shouldn't do that. do it some more classic male thinking right there yeah. sorry ladies don't do it i'm gonna do it i'm gonna do the th- don't do the thing i'm gonna do the thing don't press the button press i really i want to press, <laughs> <button. laughs> press it more <laughs> oh this is and he's just like, yeah, pure spirits. Did, uh-huh. Didn't she win an Emmy for this movie? Or she win something for this movie? I want to say she won something for it. Uh, it was one of the few things, like, I mean, I don't really blame the Academy. It's not just because they're, quote unquote, not worthy enough performances. It's just the Academy has been. They, 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 they typically don't like sci-fi movies. No, honestly. no, it's not the sci-fi bit. It's the, the mocap bit. They uh, are relentlessly this... against mo capture because uh, there was a very long campaign uh specifically for the two ta- oh, i love this where he's just tapping everything turn on all the lights he's like a child just turn on all the lights we're, i mean i mean that's literally what the audience would do. so fuck yeah jake Sully's uh character is just like I'm, hey you are gonna play everybody watching this movie he's like all right i got you and just have <laughs> Should, some fun do with you want to hit the things yes i want to hit the things come on <laughs> Imagine though editing that they're like, all right, we got this green screen of him running through this like random like square, and he's just slapping everything. <laughs> oh, he's just tapping mats back and forth. That's yeah. that's it. Um, shit, what was I saying? Malaka. Oh, the dire horses. I love the design of these things, man. They literally look like seahorses with six legs. Yeah, yeah, and with a little bit of like. Bo- I love the, the how the bioluminescence is actually patterned on the uh, uh, the, the tendril. Calm down, people. Toots. Chill out, all right? Let me explain. What do you got over there? Uh, what's her what, What's her character's name? Natiri. Natiri. What you got over there, Natiri? Yeah. Not a milkshake. <laughs> <laughs> Is that right? See, they've got names like Sahik, Natiri, Tur- Jake Sully, Taruk. <laughs> Peruk. And then they're like, what should we name this mineral? Unobtainium. Jesus. Son of a bitch. We did it. <laughs> I got it. Yeah, that's like something that's kind of frustrating. But again, I still going back to it. I just really don't care because the visuals, the music, it's actually pretty dope. I also like how we all accept the fact that, like, they developed the bow and arrow just like we did. Like, we're just like, nah, they could have done anything else. And we're like, they got spears and bow and arrows. Like, they figured it well, out. Well, there's there's it. actually a logic behind that. And again, I really wish that they had addressed this in this, in the movie. Um, yeah. But because, you know, like, eventually we're introduced to this whole idea that unobtainium is magnetic. And it's also the reason why those... Uh, floating mountains stay up in the air like because of the strong magnetic pull of the the planet they can't make metals so they have to stick with leathers and bows and arrows and 
spears and things like that because uh, any metal uh, would be oh yeah that's right yeah it would be uh, uh, it would interfere with the planet and because that's so ingrained with their culture even if they physically right, I want could that do it, on my wall I want that like the what just that skull the skull of the what do you call it oh, on the wall uh, the great Leonoptrix I believe it's called yeah <laughs> he did his homework I did I did I it's it, it's been a while since I've seen this movie, but I, I still remember can we, can a lot. Can I of say it. one thing about those people? What? They're running everywhere. They're doing everything. They jump in. They got no thighs. They got no ass. <laughs> it's all in the abs and in the shoulders, my dude. Yeah, they're just they're lanky as fuck. Well, they're also like you know nine feet tall. <laughs> oh, I forgot about this dude with like the kind of like lawn mohawk kind of deal. Yeah, this guy. You're just like ah no, nah. Here, here comes uh, the the grand chief, uh, chiefess. Yes, chief. She's she's kind of like uh, the she she's kind of like the spiritual guide of this tribe. Can we talk about how she doesn't have like the long little like uh, USB thing? Oh, it's in the front. Never mind. Yeah, it's I see it. She she she, she <laughs> she's got it run she in a different style. Yeah, I always love that. She's just got. Oh, that's not. That's not safe. No, <laughs> come on. Lady. I mean, I guess. I mean, I guess it could be like you guys are putting your ponytails on like animals and stuff. Like it's fine. Well, they also have a much more deeper connection with the planet, so they've obviously had True. an evolutionary thing where it's built up and their immune system can take that. Um, but I also really love the fact that. Uh, um, if you notice really closely, it's really subtle. But if you still look at Jake's eyes here, uh, his are yeah. slightly more human. And then you look at the uh, the the natives; theirs are a little bit more unnatural. Yeah. Uh, which the, I think the whole reason their foreheads are just like a little bit bigger too. Yep. Like it, like their their skulls are a little bit bigger. I like that one person who's just like hanging onto the wall. Like everybody's just standing around. There's one person hanging on the wall. Like, what's going on? <laughs> there and then of course the other distinct feature that uh, the navi have that the the, ava- the the navi avatars don't have uh the natives have four fingers uh the av- right, they have five yeah we have five uh we had to, i think they genetically modified the avatars to have five digits just so it would be uh you know a slightly easier way to do motor functions like, so, yeah yeah which is actually kind of a cool which is, detail. Which is a fun, which is a funny fact because you're like, uh, you're like going from six feet maybe to like ten feet tall. Yeah, and and in, it, four figures are gonna trip you up. <laughs> also with a fucking tail too, and you're also, and plus you can imagine how uncomfortable he is now that basically he's naked. I tell you what. I tell you what, though, like I mean, he's in a hot jungle. He's probably feeling better about himself. Probably, he's probably like it is. It is nice and cool. Prob- finally, probably. Uh, I also love how friendly he is. Like he's he's legit trying here. He's he has no agenda ju- other than just to kind of uh, just kind of be himself and just figure out where the hell am I? What the hell am I supposed to do next with these? What's my next move? I don't know. My theory. Yeah. I give you the true truth. <laughs> <laughs> if, anybody, if anybody watches Funhouse, 
there's a bit that Elise Willems does. They do like an Avatar uh, episode too, where they've like an Avatar video game or whatever, and she dresses up as Materi. It's just, <laughs> it's hysterical. She's like, "I give you the true truth." <laughs> oh, this is so cool. Also, the- how fucking clutch would that be? Like, how, how do you guys sleep? We sleep in like fucking hammocks that hug us. That's actually kind of amazing. Uh, because look at that. She's she's like, wrap me in. Have you ever been in a hammock though? Yeah, because yeah, uh, my sister uh, recently, because she was just such a hammock nut, <laughs> she had bought uh, me and the wife a, a a new hammock, and we literally could wrap ourselves in that thing. It's kind of awesome, uh, and it's also really comforting. But even better is what I love. What again? This is another thing that I really wish that they had addressed in the movie. But they sleep in hammocks together to form a social bond. Like sleeping yeah. becomes like a social thing. Like families, if you saw way in the background, you'll see these families in these giant trampoline-like uh, 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 hammocks and sleep together as one, and then that forms like a social bond uh, between them, which I thought is really cool. And I really wish that some of that stuff was in the foreground rather than the way off in the background. Oh, Norm's. All I want to say is for some reason their food is making me hungry. <laughs> <laughs> They're like eating probably what is terrible army rashes. I'm just like, man, those scrambled eggs look good for him over here. <laughs> oh, there's a bit later on where he's like, oh, man. You see, I, last night we had a, 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 a wild uh, thing or whatever. We, we hunted and killed it and we ate it. At least I know where that came from. <laughs> He's like, this shit came from some fucking where warehouse on a whole different galaxy. Like, this is some bullshit. I was like, yeah, they're like, how many clicks away? There it is. Rick, Rick, stop. What? That's the other thing. Like, the unobtainium. God, I really wish that they had a better name for it. Um, yeah. Apparently, the reason why those trees go, or the why of... It's on the 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 tree, and why there's such a huge deposit. That's literally the reason why that tree gro- grows so big. Hmm. Because the uh, the the properties within the planet enrich it, um, and actually lighten the gravity to the point where it can grow to these amazing heights. So it's kind of the same reason why the uh, the mountains float later on in the movie, which that was an amazing amazing visual. Well, uh, I, if I remember correctly, he based the mountains off of uh, Aryan and Sichuan, uh, China. Yeah, Chinese like mountains. <clears throat> because they didn't float, but like they were very, very, very similar. Yes. And as a matter of fact, I believe... I love this. She's doing like flashcards. She's <laughs> like, you got to know this stuff. You got to figure out. He wakes up and they're like, they're like, how do you know all of our names? He's like... I got a great memory. It's like I wasn't doing flashcards. <laughs> well, that's, isn't that how all we treat? This one I don't have to study. <laughs> I want to study this one a little bit more closely. <laughs> I mean, Ebert did. <laughs> and all of the animators behind the scenes, I'm sure. Uh, I mean, all the animators were like, if we got to look at this for like hours on end. We might as well enjoy it. I guess it. we gotta make something we like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah, see, that's, I think, where they're starting to subtly hint about the uh, the, the schoolyard massacre. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which, again, I wish they developed a little bit more. It's hard. To, I totally sympathize, though, because we know that there's a lot of things that we wish we had in this movie and whatnot, but I totally sympathize that it's really hard for you to uh, establish all this cool shit that you've come up with and put it into a digestible, you know, two and a half hour, three hour movie. Um, this... Yeah, this this would be a really cool stretched out, like, oh, bomb ass HBO series. Mm, even just like a, a straight up trilogy. Like, can you imagine mm-hmm. instead of just shooting uh, the, the just focusing on this one and he actually did line up all the other sequels as he was shooting this one so that they could be released a little bit more in closer succession than then you know like 11 12 years apart Jeez. the fact that it's already they're still slated for 20 uh 2021 2023 2025 2027 i'm like we'll see i mean he said he's completed all of the uh the the photography for two and three so we'll see but this yeah but like that doesn't mean too much <laughs> this is really cool he's got 40 percent done the heartbeat I still can feel the noses are on the neck. I don't like that. <laughs> well, I kind of dig that design, man. It's it's kind of like uh, it, it, it's got like five nostrils too. Well, it's it's, it's kind of like uh, the uh, uh, the uh, what you, the blowholes on on whales in a way, you know. Um, uh, but I just love the Jake Soli. I just love the fact that I can feel the breath and the heartbeat and the. Uh, and the dirt and the mud and the water. I can I, I remember being able to uh, feel those things despite it just being, you know, an image and sound. <laughs> this guy, this guy's just like the biggest asshole. He's just like, he's like, look at this dumb fuck. Well, to be fair, humans are kind of assholes <laughs> and they have been tearing into I mean, their, yeah. and they have been tearing into their homes. So wouldn't really blame him yeah mm-hmm. i forget does this movie have like a very obvious drug scene like pocahontas does i think the most druggy it gets we've kind of seen already with because we were talking about how we wanted to just like get baked and at on pandora at night and just be <laughs> like colors man and we also have those 2001 doctor who sort of things yeah. when the bot <laughs> So I think we've kind of gotten past. I think uh, this movie probably could have benefited with some even more fever dream, drug-induced kind of imagery. Like, uh, uh, I, th- yeah. I think. Uh, well, I feel I feel like there should have been like a neurotoxin or some kind of toxin scene where like he has to learn and fight through stuff, or like he. Oh, that would be a with the tree great, and goes on a spiritual journey. That would be a great coming of age. They uh, they deliberately poison someone to see hallucinations to see where they're supposed to go in a weird kind of coming of age. That would be cool. That's cool. The octopus like tree branches. Well, I I, like, I just, I just remember the only reason I remember there being like kind of a drug scene in Pocahontas is because the the guy brought out like powder and threw it in the fire and (laughs) all of a sudden everything got trippy. It's like, all right, they just did like some really good stuff. Um, But like it would, but like that part of it, I think uh, connected 
who is the main character the main european character in uh john smith and pocahontas john smith it, it helped john smith like connect with pocahontas and like understand her culture and like figure it out like i mean yeah he did it through drugs but like yeah oh it, it was like part of it and i feel like that's just oh yeah this is i remember this is just literally like they put this as like 10 seconds for a, a trailer and everybody's like i want to see this shit i didn't even see this in the trailer i the first time i saw this how's there image, a waterfall though coming out of a floating mountain i don't care I mean, I understand there's floating mountains and the science already doesn't add up, but like, whatever. I don't care. I'm in for it. Because uh, I remember seeing that first shot and I could not believe it. Like, seeing that on a big screen, it I, 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 for two and a half hours uh, while watching this movie for the first time in the theater, I swear to God, I forgot I was watching a movie. I was gone. I was on this planet for two and a half hours and it was amazing yeah. oh, oh th- this is like a <laughs> little don't even get him like a motorized wheelchair that well he's a marine he's <laughs> he's a marine he, i he's... don't care he, he... give get him something cool like we're in 20 2151 we we went to a different star uh you know star system or whatever get him a wheelchair a superconductor yeah or something yeah we don't have to explain our science that's okay well no i mean that's that's part of what what it's supposed to be i mean unobtainium is the whole reason why we're there in the first place because apparently it's like the thing that powers most of their facilities and more importantly their uh interstellar ships man they should have found out renewable resources come on i know right I like how she opens up the mini fridge. It's like, all right, I got a yogurt. <laughs> <laughs> Only food in this fridge. Yeah. <laughs> Who? There's a saying: if you put up a note on something, someone had to have broken that broken that rule earlier on <laughs> to warrant the note. So, <laughs> what did they put in there? <laughs> uh, probably lab samples. That's 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 usually the that, case. That, that's a very PG version of. Sure. Solution. Sure. Oh, dude. I don't care, man. Like these visuals after, are just after amazing. Avatar three, Disney changes the the tree of life to this tree. You know what? I can. T- I actually was totally seeing, or like uh, after the the movie wrapped, that... I totally kind of saw that. <laughs> well, like it, it's not only that, but like Disney also likes changing up things every once in a while, like. I mean, Bugs Life is gonna not be very uh, Long, longevity. It? It's not gonna be. It won't have. Yeah, it's it's not gonna have a lot of uh, holding with the new generations who like are gonna be going. Yep. Oh. I love these fucking things. I know, right? Jake Sully's <laughs> all of us. Holy, it's <laughs> amazing. Yeah, she just hands him like this thing, and the the, the bird thing's like, "All right, we cool, we cool, we, we're we're good, we're good." But yeah, now we get to fly these things. Like, oh, okay. So I believe the first How to Train Your Dragon was twenty ten, I believe. Uh, yeah, I'll look it up. But uh, yeah, so this, but this was uh, before How we How to Train Your Dragon, which yeah, has twenty ten. Yep. 
So I'm pretty sure, I'm 90% sure this movie had a huge impact on how they were going to do their flying sequences. But, oh, like they took, I mean, How to Train Your Dragon, those animated, so they've had to, like it released in 2010, and this is one year ahead, so I don't know, maybe, I'm, maybe, maybe, but may, def, definitely the sequels. Well, actually, I'm pretty sure, you know what, I'm actually pretty sure that uh, they did, because you know, James Cameron shopped around this technology to a lot of people, man. Uh, and remember, this was in production for four years. So this was handed around, you know, Hollywood, like even in 2008. Um, but uh, yeah, it's, it's kind of weird how much I, when I think of flying on like a dragon, I think of How to Train Your Dragon and this movie. But then again, that's also because they had su- not only do they have glorious visuals with the flying sequences themselves, but also really great music along with it. Yeah, I love the music in it. <clears throat> Let's see. So we're still in twenty twenty one fifty four. Yeah, dude, that's the other. That, that's one the one thing that I really wish that they addressed is how do you keep going? <laughs> you know. Uh, you're going because you're going uh, a whole day in uh, in Navi form and then a whole day in Navi in, in human form like God, there's got to be some way to sleep in there. I know this movie takes place over a period of time and they just cut it out, but damn. <laughs> I love the, the little flick of the hand that she does. Doing language training. I'm a scoundrel. He thinks I'm a scoundrel. You look like a scoundrel. Come on, my man. Yeah. But uh, actually, I, I read that uh, Sam Worthington, he was Australian, uh, and he had yeah. a harder time with the American accent than learning the new Navi language, apparently. Oh, you know what's another really crazy thing? I believe You it. know what's another really crazy thing? Sam Worthington was like dead broke and living in his car at the time of this movie came out. No, he did. He, he didn't even have to grow the soul patch out for this movie. It was already, <laughs> it was there. already there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> but yeah, no, apparently like, Let's see, what was he in before this movie? Hold on. I'm looking. He, he was in some really small Terminator salvation. Well, that was the same year. Came out the same year as avatar. Uh, Cause uh, I think it was like, around 2006 2007 he was living in his car and he had like you know like two grand to his name or whatever and because between the success of this and terminator salvation or at least the financial success anyway uh he was in a bunch of stuff that like honestly wasn't it wasn't very big it doesn't look like it was anything noteworthy yeah uh this was like kind of his big break um and that's the whole reason why james cameron cast him because he wanted Kind of a, a nobody, but also someone you would be totally uh, want to have a beer with. Um, he casted all nobodies except for Sigourney Weaver. Yeah, pretty much. You have to have Sigourney Weaver. Pretty much. Uh, but yeah, apparently Sam Worthington was living in his car when uh, when he started working on this, and when this movie made like you know like almost three billion dollars or two billion dollars. Uh, he finally got a place to live. Yeah. <laughs> like, Jesus Christ. 
Well, it's either way. Like, you are so pretty. Yes, you are, Sigourney Weaver. Yes, you, you are. You're still everyone's dad's biggest first crush. <laughs> like, uh, watching her in Aliens, like, God damn. God damn. <laughs> oh, there it is. There it is. So, finally, like, apparently, yeah, that shit. Isn't in, just a side note, isn't there, like, an alien, uh, she drops the F-bomb and she wasn't supposed to, so they, like, awkwardly... No, uh, you're thinking like, of Galaxy Quest. Oh, yeah, that's right. It was Galaxy Yeah. Quest. Another great movie. No, that's such she's a like, great what one. What the... F-? And, and, they, and they just, like, sloppily put over well, shit. Well, screw... No, it's like... I think she's like, well, fuck this. But then it was in the dub, yeah, screw, no, this. Oh, screw this. Yeah, that's right. And it's so obvious. And it's just like, that's not what she said. I love this. She's just like, look, you pull down this leaf and water. That's actually really cool. I love the, the texture on this. And I do love this monologue on how they explain their respect for nature, which, to be frank, we really could use more of these days. Like, Jesus Christ. Oh, this. This shot was amazing. It just pops hop. open. Doesn't it hop? Yeah. And it's like, oh. it's one of those things from the trees that you throw at it. Helicopters now. Oh, it's so... And the fact that it's lit with bioluminescence as well, like, that's just the icing on the cake, dude. Oh, man, they make this this world so pretty. Too bad it's completely uh, un. Uh, it, it's the, the air. It's let down by the story. Well, the well the air is also completely uh, ill-equipped for humans. Yeah, I mean, it's not supposed to be for humans. Like, I think that's the whole part. We are the bad guys. We are the aliens. That's like the... I think that was... Uh, are we the bad guys? <laughs> I think that was James Cameron's whole stipulation that um, <clears throat> we, the humans are the aliens. Your bean burrito. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, here's where he's talking about it. Yep. He does look a lot thinner now, actually, like comparatively, like during the beginning of the movie. He's not doing anything except he wants to be in that body because he's like, I can run. Yes, I can run. I can move. And plus, this culture that I'm in is a lot more interesting. (laughs) Although there is one thing that can be bothersome about this movie that a lot of critics and people have pointed out. And it's kind of a white savior kind of movie. Mm. When you look at it like that, it's just like, yeah. The the cast of humanity who came here are not very diverse. Yeah. And I guess that kind of helps with the colonial messaging of it. But at the same well, time... Yeah, it definitely does. Well, but at the same time, it's like even the good ones are almost entirely white. I think the only one who isn't is Michelle Rodriguez, who is uh, Latino. Oh, we're, we're talking about good humans. Yeah, even the good ones. Because going through IMDb, most of the people who play the native people are, you know, culturally different and definitely not white. But, for the most and part. then you look at the main cast and it's just like almost all white, which it's like yikes you know what would have been actually kind of amazing if uh except for scott lawrence scott lawrence is in there for a cameo (laughs) actually you know what would have been really amazing if uh jake sully was played by 
an actual Native American actor. Like, mm-hmm. he's just one who is who is technically a descendant of the Native Americans from, you know, four, four or five hundred years in it the past. It would have made it, it, it definitely would have made a more compelling story where he could have been like, my ancestors, my grandmother and my grandmother's grandmothers always talked about, you know, the Great Plains, the Great Mountains that they lived in, the animals they hunted, the land that Actually, took care of them and they took care of the land. And, he, like, he feels a stronger connection with these alien people than he does with his own. Yeah. That would have been cool. Yeah, I, although I wouldn't have gone that far. Jake, Jake Sully's just like, my. I fought in the war and my brother fought in the war. Well, no, my brother was a scientist and I fought in the war, lost my legs, and now I'm here and I'm making a bond with these people. I don't know. Like, there's no... He doesn't have much depth as a character. True. It's Yeah, it's really his curiosity and his charisma that really carry it. Um, mm-hmm. <clears throat> but, uh, and his empathy, of course. Uh, but I think uh, it would have been even better if, like, the Native Americans in this this version of reality was so far re- removed uh, that he really, yeah, he, he, like, if in the alternate universe where his character is played by a Native American actor, like, he acknowledges, yeah, I'm his descendant, but I really don't care about these things. And it isn't until he comes to uh, Pandora where he starts to get that old appreciation where all the years yeah. that he never really acknowledged, he just kind of knew in the back of his head, but he, uh, he came, but he, he, he just didn't care until he came here. He didn't really know anything. He just happened to be born with like very old Cherokee blood, you know? Yeah. Like that would have been a more interesting thing to do than just, you know, some old redneck guy. <laughs> Oh. Yeah, I mean that's that's exactly what he is, and he's just I don't know. Overall, he, he could have done more. They could have done more for him as a character. Like a lot of these characters are like, here's these people. Now they're doing this. Like that, that's the part where like the world building, the things you see and the things you feel in this movie are more important than the story. But like the story is just like what holds all these things together and falls flat. That's why most people have criticisms. Of yeah, it. and I totally understand. But I love that. That's Ooh, why uh, this movie needs its Empire Strikes Back. Yeah, pretty much. I'm really hoping... It's like, A New Hope is great, but story-wise, compared to Empire Strikes Back, Empire Strikes Back is just so much better. Yeah, and you know what? I'm really praying that those, these new sequels are going to do just that. Oh, I love this moment where you at. I swear to God, when he stands up and the music swells, I could feel the wind on my hair. Ah, oh, so pretty. We jump. <laughs> now what? Oh, <laughs> we yeah. jump. Yeah! <laughs> oh, man. And I love that little smile that he gives. Just like, oh, man, yeah. Let's do this. Okay, I've got to be honest. I Even if I was in a much... In a body that's in much better shape than my human one... I don't think I would have the courage to jump. Hey, you're in a different body. It dies. It's like a Cadillac. You can get it replaced. <laughs> that is true, because if you die in your avatar body, you just, like, wake up. Mm-hmm. So there's, like, almost no consequences there. Yeah, oh, how about like that? Just do whatever he wants. Too bad. Well, yeah, well, he's just... Uh, it's just really unfortunate that those Cadillacs, those bodies, are really, 
really expensive. So are Cadillacs. Are they worth it? No. Maybe. No. I go Ford all the time, man. Ford? They don't... Give me the fixer break. All right. Hot take. The Broncos back. <laughs> I told I told my boss, I said, I want to get the Broncos. She's like, are you trying to kill your wife? <laughs> I said, that's be- no. That's besides the point. <laughs> oh, man. The movement of those characters and how... You know what's even crazier is a lot of the... Uh, uh, because usually when you do like these big visual effect shots, you want them to be, you know, static, flat images. Yeah. They're going full handheld, so it looks like they just, you know, plopped a a, a documentary crew of uh, from National Geographic onto an alien planet. That's the that's just so cool. And again, that texture. Dude. Yeah, it's a, it's not it's not panning shots. It's literally just like. Yeah, it looks like somebody somebody brought a cameraman and they're like, all right, I got to capture all of this. This is going to make a great story. And a lot of the, the peak around. And a lot of this really does feel like National Geographic because of the beauty lighting that they have in this. And all the, the, the intricate textures and the water. Too bad they made a video game that is nowhere as good as this. They're like, you can be Jake Sully. And you're like, not like this. Not like this. Oh, shit. Who we gonna wrangle? Jesus. You know, if it wasn't for the fact that they're clearly more afraid of him than he is of, uh... Than he is Uh of... Yeah. uh, I'd be terrified to go into this lion's den. Because those things do not look friendly. Yeah, hiss to you too. They're all like, this guy's coming at us with this rope. Right? Motherfucker. No, I'm out. I'm out. Of course, I really love the fact that he's like, well, which one do I actually go for? The one that tries to kill you. <laughs> Outstanding. I mean, isn't that with all things in life? True. That should be a meme, shouldn't it? Like, how do I know? How do I know if this is the thing? It will try to kill you. Outstanding. <laughs> how 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 do I know this vaccine's safe? It will try to kill you. <laughs> Outstanding. See, we need to bring back that as a meme. Let's let's bring back the Avatar meme culture. Look at this. Get some. Get some. Rodeo some. And you know how dangerous that is to have do it right next to a cliffside, like. I don't think he has much of a choice. <laughs> Come on. Come on, you got him. You got him. Don't be afraid, warrior. You got it. Go for it. Oh, in the face. Oh. Come on. And there goes Jake Sully in movie. Roll credits. <laughs> <laughs> he just falls. Roll credits. Oh. Alright, take two. Yeah, get him. Get him. Get him. That's it. Get him with the feet. Get him with the feet. All right. The bird thing is like, man, your feet smell like <laughs> What you been stepping in? Oh, he got it. He got it. 
Nice. <laughs> How do you think it feels to be that bird and have someone just like take over your mind? Well, it's it's not really about a mind. It's more of like a bond. Yeah, but it's a forceful bond. It's uh, you know. Oh man, now that you mentioned it, it is kind of rapey, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, it's it's not. It's oh man. You can get past the kind of because it's like an animal oh, human gonna, relationship, but it's like fuck. You're gonna. It would have been great if they were like, "Hey, uh, oh, here's an egg. Raise your little pterodactyl thing." But no, they gotta like forcibly put their tendril thingy on the other tendril thingy. Ah, uh, man, you just ruined it. <laughs> fuck. I'm, I'm telling you, some some of these things like 2020. You're like looking back. You're like. All right, we're past this part. <laughs> yep. But then when he finally gets control here, the scene turns just amazing. Yeah. Oh, man. I swear, I still can remember feeling the wind in my face. Pink left. They're like, I understand English. Wow. And then, of course, when Natiri gets on, the music starts. Don't they all jump on one or so? Eventually. They're all like, but they're like, we're going for a drive. The Here's the music. Ah, <laughs> oh, man. James Horner really outdid himself on this one. Because I actually remember that uh, James Horner originally did the music for Aliens, but it was done in such a crunch time. That he said, I will never work with James Cameron ever again. <laughs> and then he went... Well, Spoiler alert. But no, then he went to go do Titanic with him. And after sweeping the Academy Awards, he's like, all right, I'll do Avatar for you. And yeah, he just poured himself in it, like working from like, you know, 48 hour days for days on end, just doing and tweaking the score. Oh, shit. Uh, and I think... He won the Academy Award for the best original score for this. I think. I believe it. Because I remember it was either that or uh, uh, Up, which was in the same year. Nope, Up won. But I'll be damned if this was a close second place. <laughs> fucking flirting around and then this shot going this, this guy's just third wheeling <laughs> but get out of here that dive shot oh dude everybody wants to do that hell yeah man and you do dive on the ride oh man I do like these arches. Yes, the, the they're like they they don't feel they very feel like reminiscent of like a civilization of the past that built these. Like they don't look like they would ever naturally, naturally form, form like form. like that. Yeah, um, I think uh, it, well as you can see, it's like right at the center. I of think the tree. roots. No, no, it's uh, uh, as you can see, it's formed around the tree the 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 tree at the center. But yeah. what she's pointing at are like all these anomalies. And it fucks with the gravity in the in the uh, the, the the ecosystem, and now now the Navi 
interpret that as like a spiritual thing. But in fact, there's something very weird and biological going that actually makes the arches form around that. So it's, there's like a lot of weird uh, things going on with the natural formation of things, which is why we get, you know, these 100, uh, you know, 100 and 200 story uh, tall trees and floating mountains and, you know, arched uh, mountains and that sort of thing. Like, it's because of the stuff that's in, going biologically in the uh, in the ground and in the dirt. That's rough, buddy. I know. Getting knocked off his thing. Go for the go for the eyes or the nostrils. Got to hit the weak. Can't hit him in the armor, man. You know you don't. Yeah, I don't know why you're chasing them on your horse things. Like this is a way better way to hunt. Well, I think it's like some people, some uh, uh, parts of the. Tr- it's tactical. Well, I mean, a hundred percent. It's just cool. Well, no, you're right. It is, but I think it's also a thing like uh, some some. Uh, uh hunters or some of the uh the the younger parts of the tribe uh just aren't they just will not fly like they just don't have aren't comfortable with flying and that sort of thing and they just prefer to stay on the ground i think great shot kid don't get (laughs) hell yeah we're eating good tonight (laughs) I wonder how... At least I know where it came from. I know, right? The dollar store. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Yeah, death from above. Everybody likes that. Like, Oh, shit. Anytime you play a game, you're like, can I be death from above? Yeah. Oh, shit. This fucking thing. The Leonoptrix. So much cooler. Yeah. And Jake's like... I'm gonna ride that thing, <laughs> even though it's right. He's he he looks back. He sees the little tentacle thing. He's like, "Yeah, I could ride that. <laughs> That's fine. This is fine." Uh, even though like their entire culture is based like, "No, dude, you do not want to ride that thing." Seriously, there's only been like one or two people who've been doing been able to do that from way back in the day. it's like get out of my house (laughs) get out of my house i think honestly like there's a lot of good momentum in the early part of the movie and then like you see this point you're all excited for more and then i think this is when there starts to become kind of like a lull there's just like less stuff that you're excited about you start going like yeah where's the story going well i mean it's now it's shifting into the romance and the relationship between natiri and uh jake sully which from a plot standpoint works but you're right like the the middle part of the movie is where things get kind of slow at Act two just slows down so much. I think that's where like a lot of people go, I'm not really a fan of the story. It's not holding them in this part. Yeah, which I can kind of sympathize. But again, I personally just don't mind it because I've grown to really like the characters here. It's not really so much also, how the... hot take. Yeah. We are halfway through the movie. <laughs> <laughs> that, 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 that's, like, that's why I'm saying I'm like, I f- I'm starting to feel like slow down. I'm just like, how far are we in the movie? Oh, we're halfway. Shit. <laughs> well, we, at least we're... That, that's why it's like, there's less excitement. There's less energy in the movement. 
in the movie. Well, it's and... usually appropriate for second acts in just about any story. You know, like the second act is always a little bit slower. Yeah, you you have to slow it down before you start building it up to the climax. Yep. <clears throat> he starts growing out his beard because he's like, "What's the point of shaving? <laughs> I'm always, you know, clean shaven in my avatar." I, and besides, it's yeah, he is losing a lot of weight. A lot. And it's and, not just and his hair is growing out quite a it's bit. It's not just in his legs either. Yeah, because apparently the legs that he's working with is uh, are actually, <clears throat> excuse me, some real prosthetics of uh, cast off of an actual paraplegic. Um, and the, wow. yeah, so they just had fake legs, and Sam Worthington is actually kneeling in the seat, and they just removed his other legs and post underneath the seat. Yeah, so it's actually kind of a really neat thing. That's that's the other thing that I really love about the use of CG. It's not what you add into the frame, it's what you take out. You know? Yeah. Clean shaven again. Does he still have the soul patch? Probably not. No, no, he's got to go military. He's just not getting a haircut yet. <laughs> okay, wow, I just realized. So you pointed out that we're roughly about halfway through. We've had only... Our interaction with this guy has been nil. Exactly. We've had two scenes with him. We've had his introduction, which was a fairly good introduction. And then we had one uh, earlier on where he's like, you better... you better An avatar and a... Or a, a, a marine and an avatar body. That's a potent mix. Like, that's the only thing we've seen so far. And, and so, like, right now, the only thing we know, being, like, the antagonist of the film is just like what we hear from the navi and what we see we're like we're understanding that like no us humans should not go and destroy their home to get this stuff we should you know not be doing what we're doing and this guy comes in and he tries to cement his feelings and it's just like you're just like all right this guy's the bad guy but like don't care too much about he's trying to play to his uh old marine sensibilities yeah if we know anything about jaded marines it's not working no <laughs> i mean he's right here like he's like oh you're a marine you should go and do your like marine duty and he's like i lost my legs and you guys did nothing for me yeah dude well actually <laughs> like, uh i think one of the negotiations is like if you manage to get this done we'll see to it that you get your legs back they'll pay for the the treatment yeah. so he can get his legs reestablished because they, he mentions early in the movie, look like they have the tech for you to get a spinal. Uh, it's just, mm -hmm. it's just out of uh, everybody's pay grade. I love this little ceremony. And then there's this one shot. Okay. This is, I think the, the shot that really convinced me that this truly could be a new way for actors to perform. Um, and it's not any of the, the 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 natives here, and it's not Jake Sully. It's uh, um, Sigourney Weaver's reaction coming up in just a bit. Oh, when everything hits the fan. Well, it's no, it's just when she looks at uh, right here. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. it's so genuine and well, because I, I know that emotion because she's looking at him becoming one of the people in a way that she never yeah. ever could have so she's both she's proud of what he's accomplished but at the same time she's like god i wish that were me 
Yeah. I, and it's all in just that one little shot. And that was the shot that made me realize, oh, shit, this really, really could be a new way for actors to, to perform. And in a lot of ways, it, hand, it has. I mean, because oh. uh, if you do you remember the uh, the process for making Gollum? Because with Gollum, yeah, it's like a million dots on his face and like all the motion capture and everything. Well, what they had to do was they had Andy Serkis on set in like a leotard performing the physicality. Then they would shoot a blank slate of it where he's not in there. Uh, then he would do the motion capture for the body, and then he would sit in a chair with dots on his face to do the motion capture for his face, and then finally he'd do the voice. And they use all those yeah. elements to bring the character to life. What ma- made me kind of nuts about this movie is that they did it all in one go. They had microphones on the the volume where they recorded the the motion captures of not just the body, but they had the dots on the actors' faces at the same time and had a mocap camera in their face to capture that. So it was all done in one shot and not over multiple uh, different passes. Can we talk about when uh, he connected to the tree? Yeah. Instead of, like, usually when you connect, the animal's eyes get big. When he connected to a tree, his eyes got big. Yeah. The the pupils dilate. Like, he's the, he's he's the, what do you call it? Encoding, you would call him the child and the uh, the tree, the pilot. Yeah. But not pilot parents. Yeah. And I also love the fact that you can upload and download data saved on this biological hard drive where you can see and hear and experience to an extent memories and thoughts Mm -hmm. like that's amazing. That kind of connectivity and that kind of, uh, um, that, that kind of intimacy among not just, you know, themselves, but to the planet and the creatures themselves is really kind of cool. Oh man, Jake Sully's about to get laid. <laughs> Where is she wearing? Is he wearing flowers? He needs his flowers to be deflowered. I mean, she's definitely wearing flowers. So, yep. Oh, and you, if you remember, he 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 was in the army for some years, so that's where he. Yep. Now this is cool. We're gonna connect. Actually, if you can feel each other's bodies at the same time while you're fucking. Can you imagine how hot that must be? <laughs> That's kind of crazy. Because apparently that was... Oh, and by the way, that... <laughs> I'm not going to lie. This whole part kind of looks a little awkward. It's, I don't know. I, well, actually, the, that whole connecting of the braids... It's it's well done for what it yeah, is. Yeah, but the, the connection of the braids, that wasn't in the theatrical cut, believe it or not. Wasn't it not. wasn't. That's what it looks like. It I think he kept that out specifically so he could say, "There's an extended sex scene in this movie." <laughs> oh, James Cameron! I know you never, never cease to. How exploitive! Me. And then fade out and fade back in. Uh, apparently, that's where the DVD, uh, and I don't know, maybe the Blu-ray, I guess, but it there's like an inter- like you have to switch over to disc one or two hopefully you and back home haven't backed in uh, i love how you kind of understand that she's about to hit, hit the hand where you hear the beep beep yep. beep trees beep. are falling man now we gotta wake up man come on 
but he can't wake up because he's not connected yet. Eat your food. Eat your breakfast. <laughs> Eat your Wheaties. <laughs> oh, shit. Smack him real hard. That's not going to do it. That's not how that works. You know, I'm surprised that they make him eat because I feel like they should just have like some sort of, uh, I don't know, like UV line. I guess, but so, so, something IV. IV I guess, but it just adds a little bit more to the tension because you know what they're doing thematically. You know, yeah. like that's that's really what it's all about. Oh, gosh. You're you're either the truck driver, one of those armored guys, or you're one of the schmucks on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> Just running. Just running through the, ter- the now parking lot of this area. And then, of course, to be thrown right into this. He's like, he's like, he's like, we're going to have a good day, good day. And then she's like, wait the fuck. <laughs> it's just like, wait, what? What's, what's up? Oh, shit. Shit. That's not gonna work. Nope. Nope. Kill the cameras. Kill the cameras, dude. Oh, and that's the other thing that I'm that legit pissed me off. The fact that no one's even manning that thing. It's just a remote control thing. Yeah. Well, I mean, why would they put a man in the field if they don't have to? I think that's the only reason why I'm able to buy into this because we've built like an entire first half of the movie of empathizing. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) But we've had a full first half of the movie to empathize with the characters. And now that we can get into the environmental message of like that, they're tearing them down. That's when we really get just like, we look at Giovanni Rubisi's character and we're like, I want to fucking punch that guy. Because we've had time to empathize with the characters and the planet. Yeah. Um, especially because we're just... Well, well. to be honest, we only hate his character because we're like, we're on the opposite side of him. Like, I don't know, he's he's not built up as a bad ki- bad guy. He's just built up as the guy that they're against. Mm. Like, he does bad stuff, but like, he's he's not evil. He's just... He's just greedy. Running a, greedy. He's just there to make money. Greedy, yeah. Yeah. I know this is fucking devastating. It's like those uh, um, Native American commercials where there's like trash everywhere, and you just zoom in on a close-up of a Native American, and there's just the one tear. Okay. We make fun of. Enhanced. Oh, I hate that. We finally got the technology. I hate that. <laughs> I hate that so much. But yeah, like, look, it might be cliche to say that those old. Native American environmentalist ads are kind of dumb and stupid, but Jesus Christ, look at the state of things. Just look at the state of things. Stop, please. Yeah. This will only make it worse. I mean, she's not wrong. I mean, seriously, I totally get that you guys are pissed off, but these guys are fucking dangerous. The kind yeah. of weapons that they do. I love that. They they get back and they're like, where were you two? And they're like, not in the woods having a good connection. <laughs> Actually, I love uh, Grace's uh, reaction. Oh, shit. 
<laughs> She's like, oh, you done? We, we don't oh, have the health care for for alien herpes, unintended Navi children. <laughs> oh boy. I mean, you are now. <laughs> I mean, he's not wrong. Like, seriously, they, these people can level your entire home with just a, in a few minutes. Although, you know what's weird? Yeah, I mean... The... I just realized something. So, like, for all the, the, all the human, human firepower that they have, surprisingly, no presence of nuclear weapons in this movie. Well, I mean, they're saving that for Avatar 5. <laughs> Probably, but I just find it weird because it's a James Cameron movie, and net, looking back, there's usually a nuclear uh, weapon kind of reference. You know, we had it in... He, he learned after the Titanic, you can't have nukes in the Titanic. Okay, actually, you're right. That's that's the one time. Because <laughs> we've had them in Terminator, we've had them in True Lies, uh, we've had them in Aliens. Like, it, nuclear weapons seem to have been kind of a big thing anytime the military is involved in one of his stories. Oh, shit. Dude. Grace. That's That's... That's so dangerous. That's like that's like unplugging your flash drive without uh, hitting the eject button. And that's not dangerous. It's like pulling your car key while driving. <laughs> it's even worse. Well, it's still, I'm just thinking about his brain and how it could possibly get corrupted or with that kind of a link severed. Yeah. I like how they're, out there, like, he's like, he's a demon in a false body. It's like, you guys knew that. What are you trying to tell us? You already knew that. Well, they, well remember, he is kind of just blind with pissed off rage. Yeah, he's always been pissed off. So is he. Ow. Ow. I love that. One punch. One, <laughs> One punch, punch, man. Took One punch. <laughs> oh, also, I love these handcuffs. They're just like. I know, right? You know, I just realized how hard it must be. Wait, What's hold up? on. You found yourself some local tale and you can help yourself. That's what he said. Well, I mean, you know, not wrong. Ranger actually, Rick. What a great nickname. Actually, he is going to, she is going to shoot her. <laughs> he is going to shoot her later on. Isn't that fucked yeah. up? Well, I guess he's just a man of his word. Yeah, yeah. Frankie Jr. Fucking hell, man. Tone deaf. I mean... Yeah, she's totally right. Yeah, the the actual biology in the... In, in the actual uh, planet itself. And you fuck around with that, it messes with the equilibrium. You think yeah, that, and then you, you open Pandora's box. You'd think that they would have learned that after killing Earth, but I guess not. No, because... Because money, money, money. I, I love that. He's like, which is a lot, I get, I'm guessing. Yeah, She's like, like, yeah. And he's like, all he's, all he's thinking is like, shit, how do I profit off of this? Like, <laughs> bitch, get out of my face. I need, I'm too rich for this. And then I love this reaction that he has, this... <laughs> God, just a little bit of the ganja. Just like, dude, fucking hell, dude. 
have you learned anything from planet earth the fact that you fucking killed it and now you're just are you really that bloodthirsty for money to ki- to kill another planet don't answer that rhetorical i know the answer is yes yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they're like i'm here to get a paycheck so i can go home and eat some shitty food eat some shrimp scampi or whatever the fuck some shrimp jello or whatever the fuck rich people have caviar i don't know endangered species uh, it's, all, uh, it's avocado on toast <laughs> everybody knows that fucking hell no that's 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 millennial food and I, in case you haven't noticed millennials are fucking poor as shit <laughs> it's, exactly that's the joke <laughs> oh i see the rich are like i'm taking yeah, that back yeah. i'm taking we're taking the, the avocado toast back when, when, when you go to when you go to chipotle with your friends and they're like hey guac is extra and they're like I know. <laughs> I'm buying it on purpose. <laughs> it's like you rich fuck. Son of a bitch. Oh boy. Oh no. Jake Sully, I will tell you the true truth. <laughs> yeah, here this uh don't we start seeing all other tribes? No, this is they're destroying like the drilling equipment. Yeah. Which again totally totally justified but uh how did they do it though uh very carefully god all right this is like straight up a hud in like video games yeah but i I, honestly remember this was like uh this is still like 2008 2009 so this is still kind of the early concept Uh, i want to i'm pretty sure that the only the only place we've kind of seen this is like in places like uh modern warfare and things like that yeah um although what you know it's really ironic uh sam worthington was totally the voice of the protagonist in the 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 call of duty games after this yeah he fits that he fits that like dry he's got that just like tough guy kind of thing going on that kind of world uh, uh world weary grizzled but Willing to get shit done, kind of thing. Let's go. No. no. Uh, <laughs> hell no. Hell no. Although, I still really like how it's like a whole. Dipl- I really wish there was a little bit more diplomacy in this movie rather than just making stuff blow up. Yeah. Oh, man. I really want that book, actually. A big ass book that just talks about the Navi. That'd be interesting to read if it was actual an actual thing. There's that big ship. That's the there's that's the, the dragon. You said it was the dragon. Yeah, the dragon gunship. I also love how stubborn fucking Sigourney Weaver is. Apparently, she based her performance on Jim Cameron himself. You know, just like this really passionate, kind of rude, and hardened perfectionist who kind of has a weird soft side to her like she totally just channeled said yeah i totally just channeled jim cameron in my performance on that which i thought was kind of funny works out yeah yeah it totally does especially for one of the few actresses that are willing to pull put up with jim cameron's bullshit because uh, I take it you've heard of like all the for five movies. Yeah, I, well, I take it you've heard all the the crazy bullshit that people have put up with him over the years making movies. Yeah, 
Like, uh, did you know that he, uh, when, when there were cell phones going off when he was making this, he actually na- took them away and not only just took them away, but he nail gunned them to the, uh, the, the door, like the, above the doors as a warning. <laughs> like, Jesus. He would have made a great teacher. <laughs> <laughs> no cell phone. Just take them away and nail the gun. Sky people are coming to destroy the home tree. You guys gotta move. I mean, he does have a point. Seriously, I mean, they're they're hauling enough firepower to take out an area the size of Manhattan. Yeah. Okay, now this is the part where you were mentioned like this plot slowing down. This is the part where I thought it really slows down. Yeah. Like he the. I think uh, it, one critic called it the the liar revealed trope, like you've seen it in films like A Bug's Life and in yeah. Aladdin and uh, or even like a goofy you movie. You were lying to me. Yeah, but I didn't intend to lie to you. Uh. Yeah, it's just like the the liar revealed trope is just such a poor trope, especially the fact that the protagonist usually gets rewarded in the end, like. Yeah. Because uh, I get it, they're supposed to make this like superficial low point for the character to the point where it's like the audience legitimately has to ask, like, "Oh, how the hell are they going to get out of this?" Like, it's not really, you know, a uh, a thing where it's just like, "How do I physically get out of this situation and save my hide? How do I reestablish a relationship with these people?" And to those who I love, and I, and, and and the answer to that is he gets the biggest bird. I know, <laughs> right? Which, in retrospect, is kind of a dumb answer. <laughs> also, they're like, we give you an hour, and then you have to get out. And he's definitely on, oh look, there's actually a dragon on yep. it. Um, they're like, you get an hour, and then you have to get out, and it's like definitely longer than an hour. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh shit! <laughs> We're gonna. They're coming. <laughs> they ain't listening. They are not listening. Natiri, get out of nope. here! They are not listening. They're not here for it. <sighs> also, this is uh, the moment where Jim Cameron really gets to show off his quote-unquote anti-military industrial complex where they're using basic you know really basic uh shock and awe tactics yeah i'm actually kind of surprised that they're not playing ride of the valkyries on a loudspeaker such a big tree too like they're in the biggest thing around them and the tree is still massive. Yep. And they're like, you know what? That big ass tree is a challenge. I'm just going to knock it right down. And yeah, they shoot like three mu- missiles and it goes down. I also love the fact that he's just sipping coffee the whole time. Just like, just another day. Yeah, keep away. He's just, a, just another day in the core. I love the core. Mm-mm. I'm a Marine. Ugh, tear gas. Tear gassing. That's not going to ever be relevant. (laughs) Uh, uh, It hurts. It really hurts. It legit. No, seriously, it does hurt, actually. 
<laughs> I like how they're shooting arrows at them. They're like, oh, how cute. Well, even the worst part is, like, you know that even the most skilled archer that knows all the knows how to shoot for weak spots and whatnot the weak spots that are actually there like in the propellers or in the exhaust ports arrows aren't going to yeah. have any effect on that and then this oh oh man that's devastating this is when the movie sort of starts picking up yeah because like you're like, all right, I'm invested. I'm like, things are happening. Also, that one shot where they were jumping up into the uh, the tree and it's looking down mirrors that other shot where they were going up the tree. Like that's that's another, yeah. another really good parallel. Because uh, one thing that Jim Cameron did master is that uh, in Titanic he had to learn that yeah, the, we know the boat is going to sink by the end of the movie, but we still have to build up the grandeur of the ship. So that we can appreciate what a great thing that did sink. So when it does sink, you have that empathy when it does go down. And he does the same thing here for uh, for not only the uh, the the environment but also for the people here. Oh, dude, the 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 lines under her eyes. I like how she like. I mean, oh. Man, that's 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 just painful. Yeah. But I mean, she she's she's showing that she trusts them because she's like they came here to warn us like they may have betrayed they like, may lied to us, but like they genuinely were here to help us. Yeah. And they're and really at this point with this kind of destruction, what other choice do we have? But to accept it, yeah. we'll take any help that we can get at this point. Because look at this. That is. I like how Michelle Rodriguez though, in a, in a little bit, she's just like, ah, I ain't fuck, I ain't fucking pulling this. Screw this, screw this shit. And this is, I believe, this was also something that a lot of people pointed out, including myself. Yeah, she's just like, fuck this shit, I'm out. This guy <laughs> like, gets so mad. Well, yeah, he's, he's just a, like, I wanted to shoot come something. Come on. Oh, shoot something. But nah, nah. But yeah, this is the moment where myself, my, not only a lot of, dude, seriously, he's just sipping his coffee like it ain't no thing. Yeah, this is a, just the Tuesday for yep. him. But something that I totally noticed that uh, a lot of other critics kind of picked up on, but I did too, just like initially watching it. A lot of 9-11 parallels with this bit right here. Not just the overall destruction and the, uh, the the carnage on the ground and the smoke, but the fact that this giant imposing symbol of their home is about to be collapsed um, in a yeah. way that's very similar to our devastation to, towards the, the, the Twin Towers falling. Can we can we talk about the animation of all the tree branches? I know. Like, the tree branches crap it actually looks pretty good i mean the the, because that's something that you know you you always run the risk of even for something super innovative you always run the risk that eventually the technology is going to uh you know look dated this movie doesn't really look dated i'd argue that it doesn't. honestly this movie could come out this year and i think it's it holds up extremely well yeah Story, not so much, but, you know. Yeah, but the effects would still hold up as being like, yeah, this is really, really good. Like, this is 
far better than your average uh, mainstream Hollywood movie. So I'm really excited to see what the hell he's going to do for the new one. Yeah, I hope he doesn't jump the shark. Well, if he does jump it, I hope he does it in a really interesting way. Because <laughs> for better or worse... Oh, Jesus. You cut off of those screams. I I really, I really uh, believe that's going to be like the Navi coming to Earth. It's going to be Pocahontas 2 direct to DVD. <laughs> it's going to be... It's just, if that happens... I don't know. I, I'm going to go out and buy a lottery ticket. <laughs> we'll see, man. We'll see. Because there's so much good stuff to pull from this universe and so much good commentary and good storytelling that you could put in here. So I'm hopeful, but <sighs> damn. Even even the people in the command center, I think even like big CEO is just kind of like, I think we've gone a little too far. Yep. Not the military people, though. That's This is just their job. Yeah, military people are like, we do this all the time. Like, it's a non-issue. They just fuck off unceremoniously. How about that? Yeah. Well, they're like, eh, it's going to burn for a while. Fucking hell, man. Oh. Tribe leader's gone. Uh, he, he's not getting up from that. That's uh. Well, well, he's he's still holding on, but barely. Oh, very ceremonial. Take my bow. Being like, you're gonna be the next tribe leader. Take my bow. Take my <laughs> lead. Hmm. Yeah, this could come out in 2020, and people just uh, it it looks just as good as like end game does yeah yeah you know what i also really loved it especially again seeing it in 3d were the ashes falling i swear to god in some cases i felt like some of those ashes were going right past my nose so much emotion and well yeah yeah she lost her home she lost her father she was betrayed. She her boyfriend. Not much to lose there. Uh huh. Ah uh, shit. Pull the plug. Yeah, he had an hour. Oh, look at that punch! All I right. actually love the fact yeah. that if you notice there, like they started sucking the color out. Yeah, but like I also kind of don't like that. It's like it's like yes, we know these things are happening. We're getting a little too on the nose with the visuals there. Yeah, yeah, it's like we know that this is happening. Like I feel like there would have been a better way to do this. Like we knew this was gonna happen. We knew this was gonna be the end game. Like at least it's got again. It's it's still at least uh, at very least it has a. Uh a really great score to carry it. Yeah. Ugh. Fucking trail of tears right there, man.
it's a very poignant moment. yeah i do like how like even though like they're not in the bodies they take them anyway they're like maybe they'll come back maybe they can still well, i think it's more out of respect for the nature part of it what they try no to not do. really what they try to do because they're still pretty pissed off about that it's the fact that they don't want that body to go to waste true Oh, and then as soon as you see this I here, you're the, like... The great prison break. Yeah, you're like, as soon as she walks in, you're like, oh, she break out. Yeah, happens real mm-hmm. quick. Feel that? Feel that, bitch? That's right. Come on. Down, boy. I like that. You know what that <laughs> you is. You know what that is. Down, boy. <laughs> you know that. <laughs> Max. Oh, I guess we do have one more Latino in this uh in this universe. Yeah. Alright. Whatever. He's like, I'm going super someone push his fucking chair. <laughs> like I understand he's a Marine and he can do it by himself, but like like I don't know. Nah. Give him a little bit nah. of help. He's doing a lot. No, nah, nah. I honestly I will He needs a support team. No, nah, no, nah, I won't I will own into that because that's just an extension of uh, his strength as a character. Like, he doesn't need that reliance. I guess so, yeah. And so, I'm I'm here for it. Oh. Someone on the inside. He's like, Max, stay here. I need someone on yeah. the inside. We're like, we are just now realizing that you are. <laughs> <laughs> Wait. Uh, how much screen time did you have in this, like... We're like, I guess I saw you in the first 30 <laughs> Yeah. Minutes. Can't remember. Way in the back. Oh yeah, that's right. You did the cool uh his, screen thing. Oh, his name's Max. And they said it twice in a, like the last ten minutes, so you're like, Oh yeah, he's, he's a okay. character, that's right. Oh, I, actually this is probably my favorite moment for uh Stephen Lang's Quaritch character. Uh where he just does not he's to the point where he just does not give any fucks. <laughs> he just kicks the Mask he on, just kicks, kicks, kicks the there. door open. Like, he's like, I don't give a fuck. I'm probably going to have, like, a, a whole bunch of diseases and Agent Orange type of symptoms, like, later in life. But I don't give a fuck. I'm just going to take him out. Doesn't, doesn't, she gets hit. Someone gets injured. Yeah, it's Grace eventually gets injured. He, look at this gun. That's the coolest know, looking pistol right? I've ever seen. And it's a revolver, too. <laughs> like. But he's Colonel, take the mask. He's like, oh yeah, I guess. Oh so. my god, is he the trendsetter for like masks are bad? Fuck, he might be. No, he's not. <laughs> like she's like, he shot me. How? I don't know, but like he did. <laughs> Some bitch. I like how she's like, this is gonna ruin my day. Not my week, not my year. Actually, <laughs> I really that's that's one of my favorite lines from this movie because often I, anytime I usually get into like a really crappy situation, I'm like, well, this is gonna ruin my day, even though it's gonna be something that's clearly gonna, that's something a lot worse. Taking off the, with the facility, gotta have some resources. How'd they get his Navi? Oh, uh, it's inside or, um. Um, yeah, it was on the ins- in- inside of the container thing. It's, it was somewhere. They had it's it fine. on locking. It's fine. It's very fine. It's fine. Everything. everything That's right. right. Except that Grace is dying. That's not okay. 
It's only a bad day. <laughs> Nothing else. This is just going to ruin her day. She'll be fine next week. Right? Right? Right. <laughs> but yeah, I just love the fact that Quaritch just it really it does not give a shit to the point where he'll just be like, yeah, I'm going to expose myself to lethal uh, lethal air. I <laughs> Mask on, just keep it. Everybody's got that co worker. You're like, oh my god, quit it. <laughs> like, you're gonna endanger quit trying to kill us. You're gonna all. endanger us all <laughs> for your own agenda. Actually, that totally does sound like leadership nowadays. He's not wrong, he's just an asshole. <laughs> Why would they help us? He's like. I got no answers to that, but, like, they are. It's part of the plot. Yeah. <laughs> They've got somewhat plot armor, and plus that's the logical uh, next step for where the plot's supposed to go. Awa. Actually, yeah. Uh, you know what's really fun is that Awa's kind of a weird rearranging of the of uh, uh, Yahweh. The the the, the Hebrew sense. God. Yeah. yeah. He he. Uh, at least at least they didn't go more on the nose with like Yidrazil. Uh, I know, which is right? Like the tree god. I know, right? The Nordic tree god. Oh, it's a tree. Yeah, it's Yidrazil, or however you pronounce it. At least because at least the only stupid names is in the Udumtium. <laughs> at least that's where. For the most part, and Pandora for most. Yeah, part. for the most part, that's where the stupidity and names lie. Okay. Look, look at that! They left them behind. <sighs> wow, the texture, dude. The texture. And now there's this this shot right here, where he's walking through the. Yeah. I still will always get chills thinking about the 3D version, because I remember. I swear that the uh, the um, the ash the ashes in front of him were in front of me. Like, like I said, movies amazing in theaters and 3D, but at home it's like yeah. it's like it, it's lacking. It's okay. It's it, it's better in 3D and theaters. Yeah. On a big, especially on a big big screen with a big uh, uh, mm -hmm. sound system. Fun fact: I I was thinking about this. In the movie theater that I watched this movie, I sat in the same seat that I watched Despicable Me. <laughs> weird, <laughs> weird note to, to, to bear in mind, but okay. <laughs> I was just thinking about that. I'm like, you know what? I sat there. I remember this. Look at that. His little bird came back. What a good bird. Oh, shit. Bird dragon. Actually. Uh, oh, yeah. I, I always, I like his logic here where he's like, this thing only attacks from above. So nobody attacks him from above. So I'm attacking. <laughs> like, above. why would he like, bother it, looking up? It's such, <laughs> it's such big brain moment. It's like, you know, no one attacks him from above. Oh yeah, just pissed him off. They're not gonna show us it. No, we're like, All right. although I do love the uh, the choir here. It's very, uh, uh what. It, yeah, it, well, it feels like one of those big uh, Muslim uh, I forget what they're called. I, I'm not very educated on Muslim religion, but you know those uh, sanctums, the uh, those big mass masses that they have. 
That's yeah. what I always kind of thought of. I love that he flies in like a fucking badass. Everybody's like, oh shit, this thing's coming for us. And right out of the sun, too. Just to add a little bit more dramatic flair. Spread the wings. Uh, he, he's very dramatic. Yeah, well, I mean, he's American, so. <laughs> True. Or at least his character is. Because uh, Sam Worthington is very Australian. <laughs> and even he's like, holy shit. They're like, wait a wait minute. Wait a minute. The last the last guy who came in and saved us rode in on one of those. Maybe it's very symbolic. Yeah, and uh, and that's and this is the part where I And cool. It is cool, <laughs> but this is also the part where I can kind of see where our, a lot of critics and commentators were like, Yeah, this is one of those white savior movies. Mm-hmm. And, and I'm not gonna lie, I can kind of see it. I because along with like movies like The Last Samurai and Dances with Wolves, yeah, there is that element to it, but I don't really think the film is trying to be that. It just accidentally happens to be that. Like there's this whole stigma that audiences just prefer white male protagonists, which is really kind of a horrible stigma to maintain. Um, but uh, it, I think the message that they want to have is that, you know, the white the the white man who is usually opposing uh, uh, the, uh, the the culture in question is one it's mm-hmm. it's saying that even though we're uh, we are from the white man's side, we can become allies through integration. I think that's what they're trying to go for, but unfortunately they put him in a action adventure story setting where he becomes the hero who saves them all and that just goes the wrong way. Yeah. So, I get what they're trying that these kind that kind of story is doing cuz again, it goes the same for Last Samurai, Dances with Wolves and Pocahontas, Pocahontas and even even <laughs> Atlantis the Lost Empire. It does that too. Milo yeah, Thatch is still the white guy. Um, but again, I really think it's about it's more of the message See, like we can like, be allies. I feel, I feel like uh, Atlantis does it a little bit different. Well, like, yeah, because My- Milo doesn't come to save them. He comes and like teaches them the uh, knowledge that they lost based off the knowledge he's found. Well, the other really great thing about uh, the people save themselves for the most. Yeah, part. and the, well, the other great thing about Milo Thatch is that he's a very meek individual. You know, he's not the the strong, strapping lad of you know of Sam Worthington or Tom well, Cruise. He's, he's also in the same uh, shoes as them, where like these people are coming to beat them down. The same people that have beat him down yep. all the time. And used him. So he's very much in the same camp. So did Sigourney Weaver just straight up nude up for this scene? Yes. Okay, then. I mean, I'm not... I guess the whole reason why is because it creates a better interface to the body? I guess? I think I think it's because the, the tree, t- like, encompasses... I don't know. We th- that's a great question for Avatar. <laughs> it really <laughs> is. I but I can see like the uh, the the plant is like growing on grafting onto her and getting mm-hmm. hit into the. I think nerves. she's becoming one with the planet. She's becoming well. One what with yeah? The... What they're trying to do is they're trying to transfer her mind through Awa the, through the tree 
downloading her entire essence mm-hmm. through the tree and then download uploading it back onto her avatar body. Um, that's what they're trying to do, obviously. But I think that they're yeah the whole and re- they're all connected to Awa as well. But I think the whole reason why they're do like the the two bodies are nude is just because you know it's just better interface, you know. Yeah. Also, it just looks amazing. Better. The the chant and this whole sequence, this whole ceremonious uh, collective prayer. I still remember getting chills in the theater to the point where I was breathing in sync with the drums and the the lights. Because I really wanted this character to get to to live. Because let's be honest, like Sigourney Weaver is kind of the best part of this movie, or at least yeah, she she's the highlight, or at least one of the high one of or definitely the highlighted the best the most fleshed out character I think. Mm -hmm. Um, and well, they give her enough of a backstory, like in the extended cut, they give Sam a backstory, but like, well, not enough to like care too much about. Yeah. We understand like where she's come from, what she wants to do, and what she's yeah. Even to in the extended with. sequences, like they give her that whole bit in the schoolyard uh, or in the, the the schoolhouse, and that just adds like a little bit of you know uh, a motherly sensibility to her. Um, oh, also, yeah. apparently, this scene is like the seed for how Sigourney Weaver is going to come back for the sequels, because apparently she got her body got her mind got uploaded to. Aoa just didn't survive long enough to be re-uploaded to her avatar body. So, you know, so I guess she's coming back through Aoa from that. Like her, even though she's dead, her her mind, her essence has been uploaded into the the, the biochemistry of the planet. So that's interesting. Interesting note in the uh, filmography on IMDb for her. Avatar 2, 3, and 4, it says Dr. Grace Augustine. Yep. Dr. 5, it just says Grace Augustine. Yep. <laughs> so, something happens, or it's a major typo. It's probably just a typo, but my guess, But honestly, that's been my guess as to how um, Sigourney is going to be coming back. Because she's been saying that for years, that she's going to come back for the sequel. Um, yeah. Although apparently uh, Stephen Lang said he wanted to be coming back for this one, even though he clearly gets murdered in this one, uh, he I think he said many times uh, he said many times like so long as they got my DNA I ain't I ain't out yet, which I have no idea how that's gonna work. I really don't know. He's definitely in accredited in the next four. Yeah, I know. I, I I just don't know how that's gonna work. But you know what? I'm gonna reserve judgment until I've seen the movies. Okay, I like this because it's the rallying of all yes, the but tribes and there is one line that I really didn't like. Uh, just wait for it. That. Yeah. I wish he didn't say this is our land. I wish he said this is our planet. To give it to True. give it that sci-fi edge, because when he says this is our land, it sounds. It sounds a little too close to Last of the Moment. Or like this is this is our world. This is our yeah. This is our world. This is our yeah. planet. Because yeah, it's, it is a weird thing for him to say land because it, it just sounds a little too close to Last of the Mohicans and Dances with Wolves. Like it just it's just a little too close. 
uh, if you or this is my land yeah exactly is your exactly land. um but if he had used planet or world i think that line could have been a lot more poignant because they're not here just to protect like you know the few acres of uh, uh, surrounding the big tree that they blew up no they're here for this is about the entire fucking planet yeah, because it's it's one domino falls and then boom, there's another domino that can fall. Yeah, exactly, and so on. And then you mentioned that they go to all the other tribes around. I wish there were more of these. I wanted to see more of these tribes. I wanted to learn about their different cultures, yeah. their different histories. Well, I'm, ho- I'm I'm hoping that that's what the next one's expanding yeah. on. But I know uh, uh, James Cameron has said he also wants to take a look at more of what's underwater in Pandora. Which I'm genuinely interested about. See this woman right here, the uh, the, the this leader. Like I want to know a lot more about yeah. her. She looks interesting. Like how dare you make these characters so interesting and not tell me any fucking thing? <laughs> like come on, man. I want to learn more. So that, see, see that's why I'm kind of like it would have been cooler for them to be have done the heist already and focus the middle half on gathering all these yeah. people a little bit more than like. Oh, I lied to you. Your tree, you got blown up, and now Sigourney Weaver's dead. Uh, yeah, <laughs> it's the 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 plot is a little too by the numbers. If they had really tried to do something more innovative with the plot, I think that would have made the innovations with the technology soar even higher. Yeah, because you know? that's that's I think that's really what these things are at the end of the day. They're stories, and you could have like really great technology, but if you don't have something really interesting to do with it or at least an int- a really great uh story to tell with it then it's it it become it becomes a little flat yeah i always like this scene cuz he's just like or initially it was 200 and now it's 2000 it's like i feel like i like the symmetry of those numbers but i feel like it would have been like they've gone from 200 to 10,000 or something like you know something that's not like mm. i don't know little geeky nitpick yeah, it's just like it's like eh, you could pick like a different number or something. Well, we don't have budget for that sort of thing. We got to put it into this 3D tech. I don't know why I gave Jim Cameron that that voice. <laughs> we, we we're gonna blast the crater in their racial. Yikes! Yeah. Yikes! And the fact that there are cheers is a... so scary. Well, like, it's not even, like, I mean, he could have just been, like, we're going to kill them all. Like, yeah. I mean, they, they got enough bombs to no, do No, let's, so, so let's, like... let's hammer in our message just a little bit further. We've already beat it with you over, uh, with a fucking, uh, uh, sledgehammer when the tree fell down. Let's hammer it in even further <laughs> with this. Yeah, let's. Let's make sure no one messes with us. Well, let's no. I just let's just really like make the most obvious theme ever. Trees good, military bad. Yeah, it's it's very paint. It's it's a black and white film. It's just like it, there's there's no complexity to the villain's motive motives or anybody else. It's just like these guys are bad. They're doing something bad. Mm-hmm. This is something that, like, did did you ever hear about uh, uh, Alejandro Jodorowsky's uh, never made version of Dune? 
No, I haven't. Ooh, that's a long story, but uh, short, really short version is that this Chilean filmmaker, uh, uh, Alejandro Jodorowsky, wanted to make uh, a version of Dune that was probably the most radical film ever, even by today's standards, and he wanted to do it in 1975. Because um, with the technology and the story and the crazy visuals and the unconventional storytelling, I just keep thinking, what if those kinds of unconventional story telling devices and those crazy drug-like uh, induced images and visuals were grafted onto this movie. This movie could have been even stronger, I think. Yeah, it just needs more depth. Mm-hmm. It just needs more layers than just like the ones that we're seeing where it's like it's a fun sci-fi movie with a basic story with amazing world building, but like it needs more to yeah. it. Yeah. Sadly though that doesn't uh, so I always dig this dude's hair. Oh, you like you actually like uh uh Mohawk Jake Sully more than yeah, oh, it it looks it like it looks like well he's kind of like adopting more of a haircut that like more of the tribal men yeah. have, and so it's like it's more it's more like a visual sign. How did he get it cut? How, how did he get it cut so cleanly, without any? They got sharp ass. Without knives. any razors or metal, and also how was he able to? Oh, that's right. Also, how did they cut it when his hair's always been braided? This is a legitimate. Sharp this is a legitimate mystery. <laughs> you know what? Actually, I'm pretty sure one of the uh, the other tribes that they were visiting must have had some uh, elaborate haircut technology <laughs> that they used on him. <laughs> like, hey, was, we're gonna fix you up right. I do love the fact that they don't kiss here. That's that's actually a nice little break from it. Like this this plot's so already so cliched. Like, let's. Let's yeah, not do if that. You're gonna have a kiss in a movie. You gotta do it right. You gotta do it with uh, Ray and uh... and fucking Kylo Ren. I hate you. I hate <laughs> you. Ren. I hate you. I hate. You. I was not a fan of that. I did not. Nobody was. No one liked no. it. Everyone was just in the theater groaning. But uh, anyway, the thing about oh, <laughs> even the people who wanted their relationship were like not like this. <laughs> <laughs> oh fucking hell. The coolest ship, in my opinion. Yeah, the I believe that one's the Valkyrie. Uh, the the space it's like a, a space shuttle as well. And yeah, well, that's what they came in yep. on, and then like they're like we retrofitted it so it could drop a huge amount of bombs, <laughs> like a ridiculous amount. Although surprisingly, it's not nuclear. Like you would have thought that that's what they would have done, but well, because they because they still need a like even though they uh what do you call it. Even though they can't breathe the air, they still need to mine the material, and they can't get that radiated. That's true. Actually, you got a point there. I do really love how his uh, the braids and his dreads flow in the wind. Yeah. As a matter of fact, I think they even had uh, motion capture braids for the actors to wear while they were doing the motion capture, just so they had realistic uh ways that they would interact like to the point they even had trackers on the braids which is actually kind of cool now that it now now that you think about it yeah everything is just animated and created so well 
I I always just feel bad for the schmucks <laughs> yeah. who don't get their like own power armor. Right. You're like, here's a mask and a like a vest. And some <laughs> and some and some light ammunition armor where these giant robot things get fucking cannons with a bayonet in front yeah. of it too. Like do you see the uh, the 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 giant blade underneath the barrel? Yeah, I mean, honestly, it could be bigger, <laughs> like like lengthwise. Oh, you know what I thought was really interesting? Inside, if you notice, they have mirrors to look behind them and to check their blind spot. They don't have cameras; they have old fashioned mirrors. The fact that they're kind of going like a little old style analog, well, like, is kind of interesting. Well, like cameras can, like we saw earlier on, cameras can be broken and removed. Mirrors on the inside just you know. That's true. Always. That's work. true. But I just love the fact that it's. You know, uh, just like just one little toe in the old analog ways of doing things. Hold. Oh shit. <laughs> that's that's. It just looks so. That's cool. imposing though. <laughs> oh fuck. Oh fuck. <laughs> What's coming? The ride of the Rohirrim. You know what movie this kind of this uh what Ghibli movie this kind of Princess Mononoke. Yeah, it totally is. It's very strong. Strong. Oh yeah, dude. Like I mean, he is James Cameron has been totally open to the fact, like, yeah, this is going to be borrowing from a lot of different stuff. Like, uh, I'm just going to tell it in a way you've never seen before, and. Honestly, yeah. with that mentality, even now, I can still enjoy this movie a lot. Like, a lot, actually. See, I, I, I didn't want to say it, but, like, I'm enjoying it more than I remember enjoying it. And it might be because, like, it's, it's like, I'm not focusing on the story, but just re, like, taking, refocusing on, like, the animation, the world. That yeah, just in. taking in the like, breadth of the world that you're seeing. That's why I enjoyed uh, Pandora so much at Disneyland. It's just, like, the environments and it's the like be- feeling. Yeah, it's like being, a, uh, like, a lapsed Catholic and then suddenly going into the cathedral and suddenly remembering everything you learned growing up. Yeah. Like, it's just, like, holy shit. It's, like, that amazing spiritual thing. That's cool. Or he just grabs the fucking helicopter. Well, they get bigger arrows now that go through the... Well, actually... And, and they make sure that their velocity is even well, faster. I, so. See, I think the whole reason why they didn't work last time is because they were shooting up, and now they're shooting down into mm-hmm. them. They were just... Well, I also think the, the amount of speed... Like, a bullet is traveling faster and faster and faster will tear through anything no matter yeah. what. And plus, they got. It's just they weren't propelling them fast yep. enough. Um, but they also had a much better angle. They were shooting down into them instead of up. Get some! This dude's finally. I know, gun. right? He's finally got a big <laughs> ass like, I've gun. I've been waiting for this, but I think he dies. <laughs> He's finally got his big ass gun to shoot a whole bunch of blue people like a, a fucking human racist. Uh, th- that's got to be the worst way to die propeller blade thrown at you Jesus. either that or just being grabbed by one of these motherfuckers i also like how they put up all the guns and like ramparts on top like it's it's like an old blimp from uh world War yeah I. yeah i actually you know i i remember because this movie was such a big impact on me 
I actually made, uh, you know, without any technical uh, knowledge or anything, I just kind of was watching the movie and I decided to make Lego versions of the scorpion helicopters and the dragon ship. Yeah. I'm pretty sure it's still... They're just... Uh, I'm pretty sure I still have the dragon still in my parents' basement somewhere. Because it was like this giant, big, football, hulking, flying command ship that I built from scratch. Yeah. All multicolored, and it's all, like, really bad, and it's not very aerodynamic in any sense. But um, I even had turrets and soldiers and little uh, machine gun uh, holes on the top just like this. So, yeah, that was that was a lot of fun. I also like the significance that she paints her... Yeah, she paints helicopter. her helicopter in the colors. That's good, man. She It's not enough to have war paint. She, she also does the, the paint on her face. She's like, I can't be a Navi. I can't do this. But, like, I'm going to do my own thing. Which is actually kind of cool. I'm not going to lie. Which is why I now really pissed. She dies, she right? Dies. Right? She's such a cool character. Like, I really wish there was more. She she's one of the few like characters that where it's like where it's uh you know oh we're posing as you she's one of the few characters where she's like you know I am human I'm not gonna be posing as you but like I'm helping you yeah. out I'm going to wear I'm going to wear your colors as a sign of respect mm-hmm. <sighs> ow poor bird well see the thing is because she's connected you know with a neural link she can feel she feels she feels it. the bullet. Are they wyverns? I just thought about that. That's another fictional animal. That's closer. Possibly? I think. Maybe? Fan Bites play Red Dead Redemption 2. Same feeling. Kinda. Kinda. Not gonna lie. Although, uh... As much as I feel this movie, and I love the the visuals that they do, with the heightened music and the, uh, the, the... turn down sound effects um oh that's some snyder vision right there <laughs> but uh listen <laughs> don't, don't be too trash talking about Zack snyder um in him we trust i had to make it was Justice too no, it was, cut is gonna nope. come out everybody's gonna be like oh my nope, god too easy so that's some snyder vision right there <laughs> Uh, but no, what I was gonna say is like is is uh, like emotionally impactful. This scene is still doesn't measure up to the tears that I had for Red Dead Two. Man, that was just devastating. Oh no, yeah, he's fine. Tears. He's fine. He's fine. Yeah. Ooh. Well, you got all these big ass leaves. <laughs> well, that does that. That's something that they've trained people. Like if they fall out of a, a an airplane with without a parachute try to aim for a tree to fall through and like slow your impact down it's not a guarantee but it it's at least a chance oh fuck they killed M- michelle rodriguez that's that's some dali shit right there Did he just say Rogue One? Rogue One. Motherfucker, yeah, he, he did. <laughs> Red One, standing by. Rogue One. Red October, standing by. <laughs> uh, this is, uh, like, what's your call sign? Uh, Rogue? Rogue One. 
I like it did show with his uh Navi died and he like came out and it's like clearly like he also felt like he basically Yeah, died. yeah. It's, it's a traumatic It's experience. not a it's not a uh So I guess you can't crash it like a Cadillac and be like whatever. Yeah, no, that's that's linked to your head and to your the rest of your body like that shit transfers over. Oh, fucking flamethrowers, man. Cool ass flamethrower. Well, <laughs> if they do it, now, if they do have flamethrowers, you know what the only the logical thing to aim for is, right? The fuel source. That's what that's what True. they would do in World War II. They would just aim for the pack that had their fuel, and it would just blow them up essentially. That's why you would never want to be a flamethrower person. No, no, they, they those guys dreaded it. This is when Yewa provides or Ewa. Oh yeah, something's coming. Something's coming. Some big old doggos. <laughs> Some big old doggos. All right, ready? Ready? Oh shit! Okay, sick him, sick him, boy. Get him, get him, get him, get him, get him, get him. I'm, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, but like Chipper too, that came in right as they came in. I'm like, it doesn't, it, it doesn't fit so well. <laughs> Actually, like this works, but the da, 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 yeah, it's like uh, yeah, it's a little too on the nose, but whatever. This moment I really love, where he just, uh, the, or yeah, the, so the, cool. no, this shot right here, where it's just like in the cockpit, and you see it get, and then, oh, smash, right in the face, stomp. Ewa has heard you. Yeah, the planet's like, you know what, we gotta get rid of this virus. Yeah, although, you know what, in retrospect, now that I'm, like, looking at this, like, little bit of Endgame Deus Ex Machina thing going on here, isn't it? Yeah. A little bit, but at least they were able to actually establish, like, yeah, no. Alright, listen, <laughs> Endgame Deus Ex Machina worked oh, this. just fine. That was fucking cool. Uh, yeah, you're right. No, like, for Endgame, it's... Have you ever watched Jurassic World? Yeah. That reminded me of when the yeah. the pterodactyl yeah. tossed the lady back and forth, and that was freaky. I don't know what that actress did to the director. But Jesus, like, that was gratuitous. Yeah, I I, I remember seeing that. It's just like that's really gratuitous. Oh that's really gratuitous. Now this is some freaky shit where the uh, the 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 big ass Thanator or the Black Panther thing is like, ride with me and we will defeat the humans, and she's like, holy yeah. shit, okay. Holy fuck. Ride with me. Yeah, Alright. This is really too fucking terrifying because this is the human equivalent of riding a fucking tiger into battle, but okay. I'll own it. Listen, if I could ride a tiger into battle, you know. You know. <laughs> I would. <laughs> Jesus. Look at that. Point blank range, man. With a machine gun and you're like 10 feet tall. I know, right? Go, go, go. Just push the thing. It'll be big This enough. is actually really cool. He uses the, uh, the, where it just gets sucked in. It's the suck zone, man. <laughs> take, take it out. Oh, yeah. There it goes. And then this shit. Oh, man. Dude sandwich coming up. To be fair, these things will still explode. Yes. 
But thankfully, they exploded just out of range where it's kind of okay. Just barely, though. What a beautiful explosion. I know, right? That's some good 4th of July fun right there for the kids. (laughs) He's like, same deal. We're going to throw I love this this look on his face. Fuck yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Hey, this is a... No bueno. Oh, shit. Are we going to have this? See, at this moment, I think I was remember thinking, are we going to have another moment like in True Lies where he's just stuck to the missile and he fires it and he goes, you're fired. (laughs) (laughs) Here's my question. He didn't need to run up to the, the front propeller. Or the exhaust things. He could have just tossed those in the propellers in the back ones and it would have gone down. Oh, well. Live and learn, I guess. I know we're using logic for a movie, but... But this is really cool, though. Oh, yeah. And I also... Again, he just does not give a shit. He's just going to go out into a hostile area where he can't breathe. And he's and he just has no regard for the later health issues that he's going to have in later life. That's why he's not really a villain. Like, I think he's too cool to be a villain. He's he's doing his job. Like, there's no actual villain, honestly, in this movie. Oh, come on. He's totally a villain. Like, he represents the military industrial complex that has no remorse for killing individuals. And he's... Yeah, but like, I mean, I still don't feel like he's a good enough villain then. Like, he doesn't... Oh, I see. I I see what you're saying. Like, he's just so forgettable a villain that you don't want to qualify him as such. Well, like, no, not, not, not even that. It's just like, all right, why is he doing this orders? Why is he, uh, like so hell bent on this? Just like he wants to do his duty. He doesn't want to lose, but like in the end, his motivation is just money. Like it's not a motivation in my opinion. I mean, it's a motivation, but like, not a good one. That's also cool. Guys never look back at explosions or falling. Right <laughs> <in the ships. laughs> Although to be fair, I think he was more looking back at his like fallen, his fallen colleagues. Nah, he's looking back like shit. I survived. That. <laughs> <laughs> I also love the fact that he's got a dragon painted on his gun. He got into just his <laughs> his one. <laughs> Gon get. Oh right. yeah, we hit this in the fucking jungle. Oh, oh shit! Get him! Get him, cat! Get him, cat! Holy shit! You you ain't never fight something like this. Oh shit! And I just love how they just like smash his gun into bits, like. Fuck your shit. You ain't got. You're not gonna need. I do like how he pulls out this little knife. He's like, All right, oh yeah, he's I'm got here for he's a got a tussle. just a <laughs> giant fucking knife that could. Oh, can you imagine like a regular human trying to pick up that knife? Re- really try to think about that. It's just like you need two arms. I would love to see it happen. <laughs> just like I got a knife. <laughs> That's not a knife. This is a knife. <laughs> Oh, God, he's got a knife. Look over. Jesus, George. (laughs) (laughs) That's even too big to be a sword. I mean, the Navi could probably hold it. It'd be like fine, but like humans. Jesus. Oh, my God. That's just overkill. (laughs) And that's just the the rescue. That's not a knife. That's just a sword from uh, Final Fantasy VII. Right. 
I love it how he flips it in his robot hand. It's like I know, right? And then I thought this is really We're cool. Go. Where he just uh, he grabs the bayonet yep. part. But the really cool part is when he leaps up, um, and it almost goes right near his heart. Like wait, just wait for it. It's coming. I'll tell you what, and it's gonna be awesome. Jesus Christ. Oh, that's a really cool move. Take it yeah. out. Break it. Yeah. yeah. Go for the glass. Go for the glass. Oh, shit. He's like, I ain't dead yet. And then, like, <laughs> again, he has to breathe in because he knows about the the, the toxic gas. Oh, shit. Regardless, he's still going to die. Yeah. But uh, I, I just really love the fact that he Are doesn't give it. He just does not give one shit. He, he has no fucks to give. And that's actually kind of admirable. <laughs> Pops off the thing. He's like, now I'm really here for a tussle. Oh, yeah. <laughs> actually, I do really love this moment right here where he's like, how does it feel to betray your own race? And he does this. Yeah. Uh-oh. <laughs> That's like, oh, shit. I mean, you already know what's going to happen. Yeah. Ah, wrong one. Still, like, the toxic gases are getting to his human body now. Yeah. Or the atmosphere, rather. Ooh, I, dude, yank him, you yanked him on the ponytail. That's not cool. Yanking him by the USB is that's not kind. that's basically a second spinal column. Really, really think about it. That's kind of what it is. It's just another spinal column wrapped in a braid. He's like, I gotta stay in. I gotta, gotta stay, stay in. in. It... Ow! 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 My my secondary spine, my spine. Get him! Get him! Come on, dude, there's like a knife right in, right by his head. Take it. Nope. See, now he's holding a comically. <laughs> That's not a sword. <laughs> That's not a knife. This is a knife. That, sh that should have totally, like, killed him right there. Because you see the size of that arrow, man? Oh, yeah. But no, we got a... I thought it does. He does die, doesn't he? I mean, but no, we got a we got a Boromir. This shit. He's he's got to he's got to drag it out. This is the extent. <laughs> yeah, got, twice the amount of arrows. Yeah. Ooh, oh man. Yeah, I really don't know how the hell they're gonna bring him back. I really don't know. It's like Stephen Lang has always been saying in interviews. Oh, as long as I got my DNA, I, I'm gonna be good. Like I, they they can't stop me when I'm when they got my DNA. I don't know. That's that's all they've been saying. So, again, I'm genuinely interested. Genuinely interested where he wants to go in these sequels. But I just have no idea from a writer's standpoint how he's going to do it in a way that isn't kind of stupid. Yeah. Get a come on. Get a come on. Uh, he's... Nah. You know what... Well, I, I was going to say, you know what they could do? They could, like... 
make navi for uh avatars of humans you know what that might be a thing later on because i remember you know watching uh if you remember shrek um we had you know a character go from ogre to human and in the sequel we had another character entirely the you know shrek go from ogre to human and it was a really interesting dynamic and it made that sequel so fantastic um so maybe they'll do something like that and we'll get to see zoe saldana you know as a regular woman as the actress that she is be interesting i it would be interesting i still i still still fully believe they're gonna pull pocahontas too maybe (laughs) navi in new york (laughs) maybe i i still just hope it's a further exploration of the planet itself and the tribes like that's that's the part yeah. that i'm really interested in and instead of them against humans it's going to be them against some other like uh some other threat no nah, humans are definitely coming back they have to because i mean if you think about it oh here's the another extended scene with tutse which i'm still amazed that he kind of survived that fall with those injuries um I guess he's a really tough cookie, but uh, he's 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 too stubborn. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, like uh, uh, because of Jake's actions, uh, they the whole reason why the humans are here is for the unobtainium that uh, provides the equilibrium to this planet, and the re- uh, and yeah. it's a superconductor. It, it it powers all their stuff and you know allows for interstellar travel and for all these things. Um. And he basically kicked them off the planet, thus dooming the human race. Because what are they going back to? Earth? <laughs> Earth is dead. True. So they'd be, you know, of course they're probably going to come back. And in greater numbers, the Sun people will be back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. good point, good point, good point. Yeah, so. Although, you know what's really interesting that I just realized? The, uh, the Navi are blue, but they still bleed red. It's just the oxidization of blood. Yeah, well, you would th- it mean, based on their skin color, you'd think it would be like, you know, almost like a purple, like, or even like a purple or something like that. Because, yeah. you know, our skin is, um, you know, or at least, you know, the, the, the skin in terms of the uh, proximity to the sun usually it's like you know or, like a between it's like a weird baseline well isn't all aren't, aren't all like animals blood red i think it's just like the chemical balance of it meeting oxygen but like on the other hand it could be co2 changing the color possibly possibly but like co2 has oxygen yeah i guess they just i, I guess the whole reason blood. why they wanted to do to keep the redness in the blood is so you can empathize it with a deeper plus blue and red clash very well. Um, and yeah. plus you don't want to associate it too much with like, you know, Vulcans or, or, or Romulans or things like that where they bleed green and whatnot. Oh yeah. That's another thing. Oh, like yeah. That. We're kicking them off. Yep. Look at it. Oh, he's so sad. <laughs> Fuck off. You'd think they'd put up with a, a little bit more of a fight, though. You know? You, I mean, yeah. I like how they kick him off the planet. It's like, I wouldn't have kicked him off. I would just been like... Yeah. 
I guess, I guess as being like a human, you can't just be like, hey, uh, we're also going to kill my own race. Like, you you stop the bad guys, <laughs> but you're not going to. Yeah. Oh, I hear a doggo. <laughs> she's, she, she's probably like, oh, who's that? Oh, she's back here with food. I'm like, oh, <laughs> And then the final date stamp is 8.24. So this has been like a three-month period, I think, because it originally started in like five, like early May 21.54. Yeah. So, okay, three months. That's I'd say that's a sufficient amount of time for a story like this, I guess. And then, like, out of his own choice, he's like, I'm going to become like, go full. Nine. Yeah. Well, I mean. Because the only reason it didn't work is because she died. Well, like, she didn't have enough life force to process it all yep. the way to finish the uh, bit. He'll be fine this time around. Yep, he's also nuded up, too. <laughs> I guess it's really just an interface thing. Or, or Cameron was like, they have to be. <laughs> But why? They have to be naked. <laughs> Draw me like one of your friend, your Earth girls, Jake. <laughs> why is she kissing him on the eyeballs? I don't know. <laughs> I'm like, uh, you don't see that anywhere well, else I in the can, movies. Like, I, uh, maybe it's like a thing like I see you. Because that's the, like one of the main things about this. And then, big moment. Oh yeah, you notice their freckles kind of light up in the in the dark. Yeah, he's there. Eyes open. Roll credits. And that's yeah. Why is Avatar that? That's a weird font for it too. That's I'm Papyrus. <laughs> that's papyrus. Um, the uh, the Papyrus. Three D. I know. Well, the, the the wife really hates Papyrus, like with a vengeance. So when she saw it's, this, I think it's like comic hands. Exactly, exactly. So when she saw like the poster for this, like I fucking hate it already. <laughs> she still hasn't seen it yet, but I, I'm and one day I'm gonna have her sit down and watch it just to at least take in the breadth of it because it really is something to be experienced. I, I found out my wife hasn't seen the Matrix. <gasps> Any of them? Oh no. shit, son. So, so I. Uh, for those who don't know, Peacock TV came out uh, recently, and there's like a free tier, and you can watch The Matrix on the free tier, and I don't think it's streaming anywhere else. I'll have to check beforehand, but like the free tier has uh, ads mm. and stuff. But I'm I'm gonna I'm like we're gonna watch this because <laughs> I made I made a Ma- Matrix reference, and she was like, I don't know what you're talking what? about. Like, what? <laughs> oh, dude, you know what? You, so we're gonna have to we're gonna have to watch when you that. do watch it. Maybe you should watch, uh, or maybe uh, while you're rewatching it, she just refused, but. You're gonna be like, I want to watch the Matrix. I totally did uh, a Matrix trilogy commentary a uh, couple a uh, couple bit back. So take a look at that because we there's some fun stuff to be discovered with our commentary from the Matrix. Yeah, I'll have to check it oh, out. Oh, Richard Taylor, costumes and props and design. It, it, for those of you who don't know, uh, Richard Taylor was one of the main production designers on. Uh, uh, the Lord of the Rings, because um, they because a lot of the the stuff that was done for the VFX on this one, what oh hey John Knoll right on for I from ILM, John Knoll's the guy who uh, wrote um, Rogue One. 
that he saw this like that little oh. that little thing called oh that's fucking cool now the language created by Fr- paul frommer phd that's really fucking cool PhD. yeah but uh uh oh, what was i saying um oh yeah that uh richard T- um weta digital was like one of the main vfx companies for this because of their innovations with lord of the rings and one of the things that they said that they were felt that they were really good at um were uh uh creating entire cultures with a long his- implied history and roots and traditions yeah they did a very good oh job they that. did a phenomenal job here uh i really really wish that so. it could have been uh further explored excuse me because I, I will i will say in our like closing statements that going in i was like no i really don't want to rewatch this movie but like it did it did like you said bring back like all the wonder and excitement of like experience a new uh a new galaxy a new like setting a new culture and and everything and like james cameron had the uh the chops to back it up with you know a phenomenal like uh setting uh people experience like everything the only thing that lets it down in the end is just the paint by numbers yeah that's just like it's it's which yeah and honestly personally this is just me speaking i am willing to forgive that because yes i have seen this story a million times but that doesn't make that story bad you know because like i still really like watching uh, you know uh, Atlantis, the Lost Empire, and Pocahontas, and uh, uh, Princess Mononoke. I like those films, and even though this is the exact same goddamn story, it's still the, the problem is is this is three hours long versus an hour and a half. It's you know ninety minutes. Well, you still hundred and well, you still also have uh, Dances with Wolves that's like four hours long, and Last Samurai that's two and a half hours, and you know so. I really, and besides, uh, like I said, I really don't mind that it's three hours because there's a lot to get through. Although I really wish that they had fleshed out a lot more. Um, but yeah. uh, uh, y- y- uh, even in the confines of a three hour movie, that's a lot of shit to unpack. And I really wish that they had shot uh, this movie along with the sequels around the same time, you know? Because. One yeah. of the things that I th- have a theory of is why it didn't age as well, or like people th- just have totally forgotten about it, is that uh, it, it, our high for it kind of dissipated over the years. We weren't spoon-fed this shit, you know? Like, with when Star Wars came out back in the day, we had the holiday special and it was bad, whatever. But we still had three three more years and we had Empire Strikes Back and then three years after that, we had Return of the Jedi. And then we also had, you know, like a lot of fan stuff that kept it going, along with, you know, like really other disappointments like Caravan of Courage. <laughs> but, um, you know, the the there was still something being fed. We had the toys. We had the games. We had the merchandise. This movie didn't have that. And I appreciate the fact that it didn't go full commercial uh, with, like, action figures. I mean, you know, they had a book. They had some action figures. They had some merch. But it wasn't the juggernaut that Star Wars was, you know. And yeah. well, I f- I feel I feel like a good jumping off point is now the place in Disneyland, like that's going to bring a lot yeah. more, you know, excitement to the kids. Yeah. And like, 
oh this place is here and the kids are going there and they're like oh they watched the first one which they probably some yeah. of them might not have been boring or they were young too young enough to go like get their parents to go take them and they see the movie and now they're excited for the next one and the next one's apparently 20 yeah too, too but <laughs> well it. that's that's but. the sad part is we waited too, they they waited too long for the sequels because if they had made the if we only had to wait four years for the sequel I think this movie could have had a much better uh, uh, aftertaste than the cultural zeitgeist, because because um, uh, yeah. because we had to wait so long, we lost that edge. I remember when the first movie came when when the movie first came out, went to go see it like two more times, and in the following months, I actually got depressed and getting withdrawn systems uh, symptoms because. I wasn't in Pandora. I wanted to go back so bad. Um, but having, you know, not visiting it in many, many years, it's that high is just worn off. And we didn't have anything yeah. to supplement that high. We didn't have any of the merch. We didn't have any of the fan films because this movie was made in such a way that we really couldn't do a fan film in a way. Uh, I mean, we, I guess we could have, but uh, either way, I don't think there would have been much point to it. It, was, it wasn't built up enough. There wasn't enough to yeah, it. Yeah, but they just didn't really mer give us enough more uh, material to, to th that they released to us that would uh, supplement that kind of addiction. Uh, and because we had to wait so long, we just kind of forgot about it. And it's, it's just not interesting anymore. I mean, it's kind of like if the yeah. first Star Wars came out, uh, and then we had to wait, you know, 10 years for something even closely resembling that again. Um, I, I honestly think that uh, Avatar 2 isn't going to be called like Avatar 2 Journey to the West. It'll be like Avatar Journey to the West. Like I'll have the name, but I'll have a subtitle that'll start yeah. like, like an actual like trilogy or like another thing. This was just like all a, like a pretext. Yeah, the, the Avatar 2 and 3 and 4 and 5. Those are just like working titles for now. Um, which yeah. and, and also I just think that uh, because uh, they're making so many and it's all written out and stuff, it's kind of like Back to the Future one made like started off the whole journey, but Back to the Future two and three were like thought out sequels that added on to each other. Yeah. Uh, but honestly, I'm still genuinely, genuinely curious as to what the hell is going to happen for these next movies, because. Uh, yeah, you're right. This the story and the most of the characters are really simple and really cliche. But, you know, the world just draws me in at such it grabs me in such a way that I'm willing to say that I don't care. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm excited to see where it takes us. Yes, yeah, absolutely. So, I guess so so now that that's all been said, did I say that I finally turned you over to the light side, my son? <laughs> I'll have to see with uh, Avatar. To see if I'm interested in going for going going further with. <laughs> but I, I it did remind me how much I liked it in my first viewing, and probably got me less jaded for my following sub subsequent viewings. Mm -hmm. I think yeah, it's uh, and uh, just uh, one last thought is how well do you think this is aged? Because I think it's aged fairly oh, I th well. I th I think if it came out like two. Or even like 
last year, I think people would have been like, oh, this is brand new. Like, I think if it fits, the the uh, the commentary on real life events is more poignant now than yeah, ever. Yeah, because we still uh, haven't fucking there are learned. A couple comments that I think we talked about during the commentary, like the the uh, connecting with the birds and uh, uh, stuff, felt a little tone deaf. But I mean, it's not entirely intentional. It, it just happens to be yeah. that, which is you know. I I feel I feel weird though because like the whole idea for the Navi is. Uh, organic relationship with everything around them except for these birds where they force themselves upon yeah. them it, just feels little, it feels a little it, it feels like feels a little me too I, 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 <laughs> but i still think it could fit in like if it was released this year i think it still would have done just as well as it did i i think so too and uh i i can maybe 2019 because nobody can go to me yeah isn't that fucking <laughs> sad because if this movie had tried to get released out to like this year, oh, this movie would have tanked. Like if it went straight to streaming, yikes! Like you would have yeah, lost, no you would have lost so much, and all of that R and D would have gone to 3D technology and 4D tech. All of that would have gone to total waste. So I think it came out at the perfect <laughs> time. Now we just need the second. We one. just need the. Ho- <laughs> Hopefully by then we'll actually be in theaters because Jesus Christ, I miss going to the cinema. <laughs> me too, me uh, too. Well, either way, if anything, we can always try to find like one of those uh, really cool drive-ins one day. Yeah. One day. Yep. Well, I think this has been a really great time. Do you enjoy yourself actually? Because I'm. I did, that's dude. great. Because I'm. I'm glad. Because I'm glad that you're like. Hey, this isn't half bad, and uh, I was actually actually expecting like a full on versus episode here, where it's like this is fucking ass wipe. Like, why would you? Now, 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 the the next version, uh, next uh, episode of versus will be uh, the Snyder cut. <laughs> See, I, I well, I still haven't seen neither of us seen it yet, so I don't know. Like, maybe I'll like it, maybe I won't. I just thought the Justice League movie Dude, was. We'll, we'll have to do like a first impressions and like watch alone and then a review. Yeah. Probably. Hell, you know what? Maybe maybe our next episode together should be us watching the Snyder Cut for the first time, both of us. That True. would be True. actually kind of fun, I'm not going to lie. Uh, and then, I don't know, I, I guess after that we'll do something like stupid like Shazam. <laughs> if I ever... Uh, we, we could do Shazam before. <laughs> if I ever want... Well, are you just going to be my DC guy? Okay, yeah. then. I'm okay with this. We might have. I, I, for people who haven't seen Shazam, they do the character very. So are we justice. just gonna hijack the copyrighted name Snyder Vision, uh, and co- or, or and just uh, or how about uh, uh, uh oh, what's what's a good what's a good way to riff on? Because you're Zach too. Zacovision. Zacovision. Or, or I'm trying to think orally because this is a podcast. <laughs> um uh the 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 oh i can't i, I don't know you know zach audio <laughs> i don't know z audio we'll, we'll figure, figure something. something out and hell if you out there have any suggestions just leave them in the comments we'll have some fun and it is a zach with a uh, ch right not a X, yes a, uh ck because if you short zachary yes why is there a k no, sense. no offense to my fellow Zach, but like it doesn't make sense. What are you doing? 
<sighs> well, this has been a really great time. So uh, be on the lookout next for next week. We are going to be going with uh, another Marvel movie of the month with Mark. Uh, and until then, this has been Contract, where you'll never have to watch a movie alone again. Peace. Thank you.